See, Rick decided he was going to come in here and be Mr. Pilot, but he didn't do any flight school beforehand. Right. Oh, so hey. we had to crash course, uh, what, last Saturday? <laughs> yes. A five minute crash course. And, and it was like when we were done on the way, hey, you want to run this real quick? Yeah. Off looks we like go. you picked it up. Yeah. Travis, Gimmo. we're about to find out. Gimmo. Gimbo. Gimmo. Jeez. Gimmo. Go Gimmel. on your. Is it with an L on the end? Gimmel? Yep. Okay. Did you get Travis, that? Travis Gimmel. Gimmel. With Walnut, Walnut Grove, Grove Excavate. Excavate. Are you sure you don't want Here, me to take this, this week and no. maybe next week when we have... That, that's an easy name. Bob Smith on, you can introduce... <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, hey, some of those names, man. I was like, I'm glad Brian's talking. Yeah. <laughs> right? You got Jamon Hula. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. All right let's rock Travis Gimmel. All right. Pick some. your music. Hang on. You, well, I'll get your slider up. <laughs> this is going to be a train wreck. I like it. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Sweat and Crime. All right, take two. I'm sorry that you, you didn't tonight like that? was. I'm sorry tonight was. Tonight. You picked the, the night where we're not professional at all. This is. This is great. Welcome back, everybody, to Sweat and Grime. We are on episode, who the fuck knows? Yes. But we're going to introduce the man with the microphones tonight. We got the notorious Matt motherfucking Totten. What's up? The man with the hot vocals, Mr. Brian. Oh, that was Turn a nice on intro. your furnace. I like that. Mm. Bring the, the heat, The one baby. and only, Rick. And tonight we got Travis Gimmel. Owner of Walnut Grove Excavating. Oh, he nailed it. How are you, sir? Pretty good. That was pretty How good. How are you? Good. <laughs> Thanks for being the, on the show. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. We don't know what show we're on right now because <laughs> we're not used to that intro. You well, know, you know, I'm running the I'm running the digits tonight with the board. You know how fucked up everybody's gonna be when this was aired. So you're gonna be like, where the fuck is Brian? I know. Yeah, we fucking lost him in so, the furnace. So just to fill everyone in, we we have decided that that Rick and and Mr. Motherfucking Totten need to need to learn the board in case anything ever happens to me. And tonight, Rick has really grabbed the bull by the horns. Okay. We're, we're the, on take 14 of the intro, the but we're show, doing all right. The show must go on. And poor Travis had to sit here through yes, all that. Yes. So, Travis, I, I apologize. Hey, it's all good. All Travis, good. tell us about yourself. Oh, uh, right now we just run an excavating company over in uh, kind of east side of Grand Rapids. And uh, short story, worked in a we want the long story. Yeah, I was well, about to say, yeah. we've got to fill an hour and a half here, okay. so you you draw it out. What we, color we was the truck you started in? Travis, oh, we boy. <laughs> we, don't need, yeah. we don't need no bedroom talk. We don't need <laughs> no short stories here. Well, uh, basically, I got kicked out when I was young, started working early, and uh, early on learned I worked in a warehouse picking ice cream when I was 16, and I uh, did that through high school, and uh, got a CDL because I realized how much you could make not being in the warehouse yeah. and uh, having a CDL. So they taught me how to get that. They helped me get it. I ran a route, always kind of been a hard worker. So I had to go run a route, got it done in about half the time. They're like, oh, that's pretty amazing. Okay, All cool. those truckers are motherfucking you. Like, what the <laughs> hell, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stop it. It was a milk truck route. Stop so I'd go yeah. deliver milk and all that to gas all right. stations, all that kind of stuff. So they doubled the route. 
And then before I knew it, I was back at 15 hours a day and did that for oh, quite a while man. and got up to about 20 hours a day. And then I was like, okay, this is getting to be a little bit too much. Yeah, right. You should have to a couple different companies, worked at UPS for a while, hauling doubles, worked for a steel company, um, eight axle trailers. That was always fun. Big yeah, Kenworth, wow. all yeah. the fun yeah. bells and whistles on that. And I uh, landed at a food service company, spent 20 years there. So Doing what? I uh, started as a driver. I was a driver for about a year. And then I uh, was an assistant manager for about two years in Grand Rapids. Then a manager role opened up in Traverse City. They had a lot of issues up there. So I think uh, 25, I moved up there, took over the branch. A year later, we won a team award and all that nice. kind of stuff. Wow. And then went really, really well. Really good guys. It was pretty simple to clean that group up. But um, then a situation was going on in Brighton. Um, so we moved to Brighton. They wanted me to kind of clean that up. They were able to pry you out of Traverse City? Yeah, I was stupid. Yeah. I was young. I yeah. love Traverse City. Oh, it's Traverse gorgeous. City is amazing. How much are you kicking was, yourself I was young now. and hungry. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this isn't much of a challenge. Yeah. Back what do I want yeah. <laughs> but when he left, the money was here, but now all the money's up there. That's that's true. Yeah. So is the wine. Right. Yeah. yeah. No wonder the crew was a little rough up there. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you ever yeah. waffle stomp a couple of grapes to make some wine? Nope. Uh, nope. And you're from Traverse City, the wine country. Yeah. Oh, it's a cherry. cherry. What the fuck? Cherry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all know why everyone goes up there, Todd. It ain't for the cherries. Uh, everyone gets I don't think there all, was that many wineries when I was there. There well, were some. It, now it's the caring uh, capital of the world. They all go up there, they get boozed, yep. and then they complain about the shit service they get. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. That's sounds about right. That's Tan's favorite spot to vacay. I love it. It's a good place. It's, yeah, it's beautiful up there. We go camping up there every year. It's just yeah, stunning. It. We still go up there. We lived on uh, West Bay for a while. Ooh. We lived in Mesick. Yeah, for a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah, it was kind of a. You first we moved up there. We moved up on to West Bay, which was a really cool, just a rental house, and uh, that was gorgeous. I mean, you'd wake up and look out. At the bay, yeah, yeah that's you, beautiful. It was, it was a riot. You poor soul, and you oh. you moved and down here, and you left. You I you left. chose to leave. That's yeah, the world well, by what the was crazy is we lived there, and then uh, one of the drivers had his dad build this dream home on the river in Mesick, and uh, it was <laughs> it was just beautiful. It's gorgeous. He went to school, sound uh, studied sound to make it soundproof. Did all sorts oh, wow, of crazy wow. stuff. I mean, it was crazy house. It was it was beautiful. He wanted next to nothing for rent. We were going to buy it from him, but then we ended up moving. But uh, he built it, moved in it for like three days, got his dream job in Australia doing oh. like phone service or something. Right. So he left and we were going to buy it. And then we ended up moving down here. And When you say phone good. service, just just to Running kind of lines. back up there, you, the you, rotary build dial. Your, you build your <laughs> dream home in Traverse City and you end up moving to Australia to work on phone lines? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he, wanted, he wanted to hang out the crack. I mean, every man's hunter. got a dream, but I never met him. <laughs> that is not mine. No, it was kind of bizarre. <laughs> Let's so, yeah, he wanted someone just in it. Yeah. So we moved in and uh, again, original plan was to live there. So we finished the basement. I mean, it was a, it was a big house. So we finished it the day I put the last trim on. My boss picked me up. We rode around talking about different things and that and visiting some drivers and says, man, I got a lot of issues in Brighton. Need someone down there. <laughs> I think I know who I need down there. <laughs> and, like, I'm just settled <laughs> in. <laughs> so, so yeah, we moved there and uh, stayed there for about three years. Did the same thing. Got everything. Got all new leadership put in place. Uh, fixed a lot of the issues. Won all sorts of awards. 
then they decided to build a brand new facility in uh, South Carolina, same type of thing. They said, hey, that's kind of where we would like you to go. Said, You're okay. just Mr. Fix-It. So yeah. kind of. So I was like, all right, that sounds fantastic. South Carolina, we drove down there, looked at everything. So this would be pretty nice. Weather seems pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So we had it. We moved down there for seven years. And then about two to three years into that, they started opening other facilities that were just like it. It was a new kind of facility. So I helped open one up in Pennsylvania and then helped open one in Ocala, Florida. And um, did that for about six, seven years. And then... Greenville grew too much to where we couldn't keep that facility anymore. So they were going to build a new one in Atlanta. And they said, here's your offer to move to Atlanta. And we both kind of went, ah, we're done. I don't want to move to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, not Atlanta. Nah. yeah. So it's just, it's either you're either, you either have a lot of money or you don't have any money. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and where I was at, you're kind of in the right middle, the which means you, you really don't, don't have, have the money. money. Yeah. yeah. And out of all the states, you migrated back to Michigan. Yeah. Family. Oh, boy. Family gets it every time. Oh, family gets it every time. My wife, that's the reason I'm here. My wife is a huge family. So, Didn't they have FaceTime back then? You could just move to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it was kind of funny because family loved that we were away because that was where they would vacation. Yeah. Kept it that way. So it worked out really well. So, yeah, that kind of changed our, uh, we had a great, we had great everything. We had great neighbors, great friends, great family. I mean, people down there, we had great church. We had everything. And, uh, that kind of just, we went kind of went on a open prey of, well, do we really go through this? I'm going to go drive to Atlanta four days a week. Yeah. Or go stay down there for four days a week, come back and work Friday. Yeah. Do we want to live that life or do we want to corporate offices back in Grand Rapids? So all we right. kind of said, all right, we've, we've traveled around. I went actually, when I was in South Carolina, it's kind of a goofy thing. I went to college a couple of times in Grand Rapids. Hey, college. I think but, we all uh, did. Fuck yeah. college. Yeah. Fuck college. So, so I ended up finding this <laughs> master's program that's through Michigan State that is it's a master's certificate, meaning you kind of have a master's in that field, mm-hmm. but you didn't have to do all the little crap before. Gotcha. Nice. Right. So I did that for about a year and a half. That was a strategic leadership business development. So I got a master's certificate in that. That was to help me prepare for roles that gotcha. I would possibly take on there. Did you even learn anything? No, uh, you learned There's a lot. Some pretty yeah, good. That, and that, that one was actually level. pretty good because that was, it wasn't all the other stuff that just time. You're learning time. what you're yeah. needing yeah. to learn yeah. instead of just, well. I mean, it yeah. seemed like you had it figured out since you strategically moved around fixing problems. Pretty good. Yeah. Good. I mean, it's kind of, so I really wanted to oversee all of transportation. I don't remember how many, it's like 8,000 drivers. Jeez. Or something. Dang. So, so I really wanted to, that was my end goal. There was a guy that was going to be retiring in five to eight years. Thought, boy, that'd be perfect. Had a logistics. Yeah. So it was kind of, kind of worked out pretty good. But um, so we didn't tell anybody. Uh, family moved back. So we kind of said, okay, we're going to do this or we're going to hope that something opens up someday in Grand Rapids. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And so we didn't tell anybody. We didn't want anyone nervous. I didn't want any special treatment. Didn't want anything done like that. And, uh, Wife and kids moved back, moved with my in-laws, lived there for about six months. And then my boss, he was a really, he was a great boss, but uh, he was like, man, you don't talk about the kids anymore. You don't talk about Stacy. Is everything all right? Oh, I yeah. killed what, them. What's going <laughs> no, on? They left me. There was, couple, there was a couple events that they didn't show up. They always showed up. Yeah. I'm like, everything's fine. Everything's good. He's like, really? What's going on? Where is your family? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, they moved back. And he's like, what do you mean? And we're right into the middle of 
the startup mode of Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, we don't want to live there. <laughs> so I'm here. I'm going to start it. But we're not going to, we're not going to finishing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, so anyway, he found out the You're main. Like, thanks for all the education. And all, you know, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but I'm out. <laughs> so the main CEO, the owner, family member, he found out that uh, family moved back. He went to the guy that was in charge of transportation, basically said, hey, if, if, if there was a role opening to pretty much replace you or assist you, would you hire Travis? And he's like, well, yeah, I'd hire Travis. He goes, create the role. So they created the role, moved me back here. I helped get Atlanta started up, but uh, moved back here. And then that worked out well because, I mean, that was the travels on their dime, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, instead yeah. Of, so it worked out pretty good and then uh, helped open four or five more facilities helped a couple acquisitions. You should have done that in the beginning. They would have paid for your kids and under. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it, it it worked out pretty good. And then uh, the weird reality of it was, is I kind of got to my dream job and realized I actually hated it. Wow, <laughs> really, so, really, yeah. What about it? Did you hate? Just out of curiosity, I loved everything about the job. Um, there was a couple weird dynamics that changed. So one of the things I didn't think through too much which is kind of stupid but uh yeah i'd fly out monday fly back friday i mean i would fly out to pennsylvania monday spend man spend the day with the president of the managers and directors and that kind of stuff then fly somewhere tuesday and then fly someone wednesday and you just kind of it was kind of fun but at the same time it's gets old real quick pretty lonely it's pretty boring eating dinner by yourself at a restaurant by yourself it's you don't want to be that guy no it's it's it's, weird it's pretty crappy yeah so uh so yeah, I mean I I was doing that and I was like, okay, this isn't really and then my kids were eighteen and sixteen kind of when that was going on and I was like, Well that's kinda weird. I'm gonna be spending the next twenty five years traveling. Kids are gonna be out of the house. My wife, which is my best friend, is gonna be basically home. Yeah. By herself. Alone. It's like yeah. yeah. This is this not is not how really I want to spend I, life. Yeah, this is not yeah. really what I pictured. And yeah. then the other dynamic was the family used to run it. And I've really kind of set my company up similar to that. And they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. They've done a lot of things really, really well. I think that's my phone. Oh, is, oh, that, is that yours? Yeah. Do you need to get that? Nope. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so they set it up and then they basically hired in, which is bizarre. They're, they're really good leaders. They're amazing at picking usually pretty good leaders, but they hired a bunch of, uh, Hooligans. You can say it. Yeah. This is an explicit yeah. podcast. Oh, this yeah. is your, <laughs> this your little, podcast, Travis. Tell the little, fuck bunch the way of little Napoleons that had a lot of complexes and didn't really care about anyone's opinion. And, yeah. Uh, and they were, it's kind of a twofold. I think they were kind of put in place to kind of clean some stuff up, but uh, they were really dirty about it. They mm. brought the mob in. So, yeah, it was interesting because you could be in with the, the main family that runs it. It's a, I forget, $6 billion company or whatever. You could be in a meeting with them and say, eh, it's a great idea, but I, don't think you thought through this and they go okay thank you yeah i did think through that you're wrong or <laughs> yeah yeah or thank for you the for opinion. the insight and, yeah. yeah we don't want to do this wrong yeah there's a lot a lot of people impacted by that and so yeah it was kind of you can do that anymore yeah yeah and it was kind of weird when i moved back i was more of a consultant i didn't have people reporting to me i'd fly in and if your division couldn't hit numbers i'd sit down with the president the directors and say this is the number you're supposed to be hitting. Why aren't you hitting it? Yeah. And then I'd help create a plan for them to hit it. 
And uh, those require pretty candid conversations and you need to yeah. really figure, figure out, out what's... Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like him and you're not doing it because you don't like him and there are some things where you're trying to hit your bonus amount, but because of that, you're actually hurting him and in right. theory, you're hurting the company. We kind of got to get past that and figure yeah. out how to get that. But so, yeah, when you couldn't tell the truth anymore and you couldn't speak what you're supposed to uh, do or space and say to him, it. yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd get up at 3.30 in the morning, kind of have a cup of coffee, go back to bed to mentally prepare to go into a job that I just didn't want didn't to go like, to. Want. Yeah, that's the worst. So it's kind of weird. The The crazy thing about the whole thing is all that's going on. I got put in tri- charge of... Uh, driver compensation project so our comp was messed up all over the country so helped clean that up got some of these bigger projects cleaned up worked on a lot of software programs on yeah seeing if they had worked in our system and all that kind of stuff but that was kind of finishing up well behind the scenes they were going through cutting all these roles cutting departments cleaning up yep and uh they came through our supply chain team and said oh yeah we're all good we're, we're not going to do anything. We sold our house at the time, bought this 30 acre house, farmhouse, nice. house to gut and said, okay, we should be good. They said, everything's good. And then they came back to me about a week later and said, you're we're, out. We're actually going to get rid of your role, <laughs> oh, but no. we want you to do this role and it's bigger and better. And it's like, okay. So I was the chief supply chain officer and president, but, uh, Anyway, they, they sat down and said, yeah, we want you in charge of all your backhauls for all of Canada and all U.S. It's one of our largest projects we got going, and and uh, here's your offer. And I kind of looked and said, oh, shoot, <laughs> Shit. you don't know what I make. Oh, really? Because uh, that's not what that's I... That's not right. No, really. And uh, they went, oh, yeah, we know what you make. That's... That's yours. That's, that's your offer. No. Where's my sound effect? So. Where is it? The whole strategy, cop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty big so, dick move. Yeah, so that was kind of one of those where I was like, so out of so I'm curiosity, like, you want me to take a forty percent cut in yeah. pay? There was oh, a lot it was of, that substantial. Oh yeah, oh, it was, wow. I made, I I made good ask. money. Man, I made good money because I well, clearly you kept a lot it. of issues. You, you earned it. Yeah, made so, the money. Yeah. So that's where I was like, well, maybe you don't understand how I got here, but there was some other secretive pay that I wasn't technically supposed to have in that department, but they kept right. me there. So they, they took that away, took away. I had a, I don't even remember, 40 or 50% bonus. They knocked that back down to the 20 or 15, which is what it's supposed to be in that area. And they just opened the fucking door for you, didn't they? Yeah. So I kind of said, well, shoot, if that's the pay, what's my severance? And they're like, well, what do you think? You, why do you think you're getting a severance? Like, like, I've been around this block. It's like, okay, yeah. I know a lot. You'll save a lot of money just by paying me a severance. So <laughs> so I said, well, and then I came back the next day and said, you know, really, if you're willing to pay me this, that's fair. And they're like, oh, no, this isn't a negotiation. This is your pay. I said, okay, fine. Boy, they were holding fast. Yeah. So they came, they came back next week and said, here's your severance. They'll give you 90 days internal. So if you can find something that pays the what, what you want to pay, you know, get paid, then great. If you don't, we'll get you a severance to when you leave. And okay. So we, I interviewed and I didn't really interview. I found a couple roles, but it was still one of those where it's like, it's not really what don't you want to do it. Be here. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't want to have not more stress because yeah. I've already got a ton of stress. And yep. So it's like, nah. So looked at a couple, those didn't really pan out. And then uh, the thing, now this is 
this is the part I always think is kind of interesting. It was actually the best thing that ever happened. The chief supply chain officer called me in the week before my thing was up. He's like, yeah, you only yeah. got a week left. You're still the guy. You're, you're definitely the guy that we want for this role. There isn't anybody else. So to be fair, we interviewed another person from a competitor and we didn't land on the same pay that you and I kind of talked about. So, okay. So they basically gave a guy from uh, Boston, his kid was going to college in Aquinas over there. So he wanted to move to Grand Rapids. So he gave him everything that I wanted. Oh, really? So he said, hey. You offers back on the table. You, you've got everything that you asked for. Actually, actually, a little <laughs> bit more. And you're you're the guy. And I thought, and then they were both there with the little grins. Yeah. And uh, so you pretty much ousted me. And now that you're so desperate, like, you want me back. I said, then I said, <laughs> they probably talked to some people. And I who said, were like, thank uh, you what, so much. You didn't match. What do you want? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, thank you so much. You just answered. Everything that I've been contemplating for yeah. three months. Yep. I do not want to be here. Yeah. Slam the dick in the door. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh. thank you. That was the best thing. That was the best way to leave because there's no question of whether or not I'm making the right decision. Yep. Yeah. And, and sometimes uh, they make it for you. Real, oh, yeah. Real was, clear, real easy. It was perfect. It was perfect. I mean, it, it really was. So I was able to leave with a severance. Yeah. I was able, I was there for 20 years. So. So they believe with a good severance, good check. I had a lot of vacation time and bonus and they paid out a lot of different things. So good. So yeah, I kind of weird, but I have no excavation experience, no history of it. I was it, just no about nothing. to say, so you now go from this super high stress environment to a very low key, low stress environment, which oh, is yeah. the excavating <laughs> industry. I don't know why I keep stepping into these things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's kind of interesting when I started looking in for jobs yep. you know internally and stuff at that time i was really like i really don't want to be here so what what can i do and i've always wanted to own my own company and all that kind of stuff and i was like but really what can i do and the, you know the insecurities and all that kind of stuff kick in it's like you don't know anything about running a business yeah even though you, you know, just ran a multi-million it. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those we used to have a 20 40 million dollar budget you you'd have to hit that to get your bonuses that kind of stuff you better know your numbers and yeah so uh, going to kids events and all that kind of stuff, start talking to people. And I thought, you know, it kind of comes back to that saying of if you had to show up every day and get paid for, or not get paid, you know, what would you do if yeah. you, if you didn't have to work, what would you do? And I was like, God, excavating, playing with, yeah, play with Tonkas, playing with that stuff Absolutely. all day. That'd be a freaking dream. I don't know anything about it, but yeah, that'd be, let's that'd, do it. That'd be <laughs> a great time. So, so yeah, I started talking to people like, Hey, what excavate? And, at that time, that's kind of what started it is we bought 30 acres. It was an old gross house, um, a clear cut, about an acre, acre and a half, cut the trees down, topped them, burned it all, hauled all the logs. And then I couldn't find anybody to pull stumps. Easiest job in the world. Come pull the stumps for me, push them in a pile. Doesn't even need to be graded that well. Just, just, got out of the ground. just get them out yeah. of there. And that was still when I was traveling. So I'm calling. I couldn't get anybody to answer the phone. Couldn't get anyone to call me back. Um, finally kind of guilted a guy into it and, uh, he's actually my mentor, kind of, kind of a goofy thing, but, um, he ended up doing it and it was like six grand. And I thought I can't get anybody to answer the phone for a $6,000 grand, job? Right. Yeah. That will take and, and a day him, and a half. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. it took him a day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me, let me think through this. And I know there's equipment costs and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, you start breaking down. It's all, 
take the big number, break it down into a small number. And yep. it was kind of one of those, got. okay, yep. if I can make 400 bucks a day, then, okay, then what do I need to do to make 400 bucks a day? Kind of stay where somewhat where I'm at a little bit more. All right. So I got to be, so you just start doing that. It's like, well, if I can get one of those a week, maybe I can. So, so for, I, I know we have a lot of listeners that, that have aspirations of maybe starting their starting own their dirt own, company. Yeah. Walk us through that in a little, we don't have to go into hyper detail, but a little more than surface level. What, what was your kind of thinking and your thought process and logic as you walked through, okay, how much do I need to make? What does that materially look like? How did you kind of go about that? And not knowing nothing about Without it. Being yeah, with, yeah. With having zero the, experience. I basically just looked at it and said, right now I make 2,500 bucks a week three grand or whatever, I want to make 500 bucks a day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I want to make 500 bucks a day, what kind of jobs could I do to make 500 bucks a day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. After, you know, that's kind of with expenses, all that kind of stuff. So I ended up buying a Kubota 57 excavator and then a uh, skid steer 75, like a Kubota skid steer 75 yeah. with the uh, Harley rake and kind of tried to pick some attachments. My yep. wife's usually right. She's like, I oh, don't need... I bought like this log splitter <laughs> thing. Like, oh, people will be... I, I'll use I, it all the time. I think I've used it twice in six years. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, it still looks mint. And She's I, like, you're never going to use that. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use gonna that. Say, I'm she's probably over there, over there in the corner with her arms crossed going, I told you so. She's, yeah, she's usually pretty good about not rubbing <laughs> it in my face too much. But but uh, I bought those and I, you know, I used to just really run the numbers. It's like, okay, that was 2200 bucks a month. Divide that into, you know, 20 days a week you're going to work. Yep. Had a pickup truck already, bought a gooseneck. And then started reaching out to trucking companies saying, okay, how much does it cost to haul material, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So, yeah. and then kind of the ballsy, but I, it worked for me. I went to all the competitors. So there's probably 12 excavators within 15 miles of me. Yeah. And I went to all of them and said, Hey, I'm the new guy. I'm not looking at trying to take your piece of the pie. I'm trying to take the crumbs that you laugh at. Yep. Yeah. So if you got any of those things you're laughing at and you know that you're not going to call them back. I'll take them. I'll take them. Yeah. And it's really kind of how it started. So and it, was, and it was scary. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It was scary as hell because just, just out of curiosity, now how did they accept that? How receptive were, yeah. were those contracts? Uh, some of them are kind of like, ah, uh, you can kiss my ass. And yeah. then some of them are, okay, here you go. I mean, all been, we're not doing it anyway. There. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's half of them were more like, yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna you. go do the driveway. We're not gonna go do the little ditch clean out. We're right. not gonna go do the little drainage thing that they're calling on. We're yeah. not. We're not doing that. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those, like, really in theory, if you care about the customer, whether or not they're yours, you still try to find them a somebody to do, do the work. We yep. do that all day long. Like, still, people call us and say, "Hey, we need this done." It's like, well, it's not really our field, but these this guy is. Yeah. This yep. this, yep. this is the guy you're gonna call. Yeah. And. uh and we like setting people up with business just as much as getting our own business. But yeah, but, uh, yeah that was kind well, so of broke what it down. Some of the fear you had? Oh, boy. I mean, my biggest fear, honestly, was just screwing up. Mm -hmm. Like you go to someone's house and they're like, hey, we want this graded right. And you just F it up. Yeah. Was it easier to talk yourself out of a job than actually doing the job? I did every one that I could get. And that was kind of the thing. Like... uh and you succeeded at all of them. And even today, it sounds crazy, but like I just bid a commercial job. I've never done a job with tents. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? You know, I, I, I watched your to video. Know, I was about to say, I know a guy that's got a video on how to do it. <laughs> so I watched it on YouTube. You can go on the treadmill. Run around the treadmill. I usually watch your YouTube. So That's beautiful. Uh, that's awesome. So I'm watching it going, okay, convert 1.2. All right. And yeah. then uh, 
and it's, you know, it's good to be humble and be, uh, uh, you don't, you don't go across to stupid, but you just don't know. Yeah. So if you find people in your field that are helpful and they'll, they'll share that information. I've got a guy I graduated with. He has a year above me or whatever. He's works at Velting, big excavator company over mm-hmm. there. Yep. He saw me doing a little pull barn pad job and I was talking to him and I said, yeah, I got a job next week. It's all tense. And I don't know. He really grabs his truck, grabs four blueprints out. Oh, that's parking great. Lot, right yeah. on the tailgate, right on the side of the road. That's awesome. What you're going to do is you're going to do this and this is your bench. Cause I, I've watched YouTube's like, I don't know what the benchmark, like I didn't know a survey. Gotta go find go, the hub and yeah, yeah yep, find all yep. that. And it's like, okay, but I got the fucking equipment. I'll <laughs> make sure. Right. Right. <laughs> so my God, I bet it right. You yeah. know what? Oh, yeah. It looks good, yeah. but well, it's seven was, feet high. <laughs> yeah, well, what I was about to say is the beauty is if you own the equipment, all you need to do is knock the hubs out because that's what you're there for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I. I tell you, it's still to the day the thing that still gets me nervous, which is kind of silly, but um, every first job I did was literally the worst job I've ever had for that type of work. So yeah. foundation dig, biggest house I've ever dug. Uh, the back walkout wall had eighteen different cutouts. Oh man! Uh, and yeah. once they staked it, you're like, how do I? And, leave and then you that run that there? over, and you're like. Where was that again? Was that there or was that? <laughs> so if that's off by a foot and a half and I dig that 12 foot long, that you know means what? this You're is going to be. You're getting a bay window. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was crazy. Bring so, the I mean, trucks. Let's fucking export this right. shit. So bring back, Phil. Yeah. That's so right. there's so many uh, goofy things with some of that stuff. But yeah, I, I think if you're humble enough to kind of go and say, go to someone and say, I don't know what, I don't know how to do this. 99% of them are going to go, ah, I'll show you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's exactly what he did. He showed me just a even, we used it today. Show me that little six foot tape that you can flip and it's got inches. Oh, yeah, on the right. Right. Yep. Yep. He's like, yeah, it's kind of irritating because the parking lot will be intense, but they'll have your depths of asphalt in inches in, in inches. inches. Right. So every time so I look at that the other back day, and I'm forth like, and, yeah. wait a second. If it's tense, I can't subtract inches. I got to convert that. And then you're trying to do the math. Or and you like, just take that ruler and flip it. Yeah. What yep. So he's like, well, it's six, it's nine and a half inches for the asphalt and the gravel. So it's like, okay, nine and a half. You put your thumb there and then you spin it. Spin. And you're like, okay, that's eight. <laughs> eight tenths. Okay. This is my grade. And yes. then you, it's like, all right. Yeah. So six inches would be five tenths. Just let you know. Thank you, Rick. Okay. Man, Thank you for that. schooling us all. <laughs> you know what? If you it. have any further questions, yes. you just call, Rick. Rick. just call Rick. That, that's, that's half. half. Yeah. That's half. Yeah. So another way you can think about that, by the way, which it, I will say one thing that's I love about the trades is the ingenuity of the tradesman. I'd never thought about it before, but you can also think about it in the same way that you think about change. And so if you've got, let's see here, nine inches is three quarters of a foot. That's 0. 0.75, 75 cents, right? You That's can it. you can you can kind of in your head think about it the same way you think about change. Yes. So if you're at three inches, that's one quarter of a foot or one quarter, 0. 0.25. Okay. So that's another way to kind of m- mentally wrap your brain around. Yeah, I love all those because those I didn't grow up in this world. So yeah. all those little tiny tips. I mean, I've done some weird things. Thing. People are like, that's kind of weird. And they're like, well, that works. Dude, that's like, the beauty of the trades. There's you, a million ways. Yeah, you'll talk to Todd, yeah. who's yeah. never done any dirt work, and he's like, "Well, why don't you think about it this way?" And it's like because I've never thought about it that before. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I've been lucky enough to have people around me that I can, and that's kind of the thing. Like when I started this, I went to the 
It's uh, O.E. Barry and Sons. I mean, he's a third-generation excavator. Phenomenal guy, Joel, and uh, and then Ron, and then uh, Dale. But it's three of them. They had about 12 people, 08, when everything they got rid yeah. of. Everybody that wasn't family. And they're like, ah, I think they're 65, 68, and 55 or something. So they're like, we're not. We're not bringing Start anybody else up. on. Yeah. We're just, we are, and everything's paid for. They got a bunch of old equipment, but I love them because they just, they're the old school excavators. They just got to get out there and do it. Oh, they got the long sleeve shirts and the button up collars and oh, the yeah. blue pants yeah. and just, yeah. you know, it, it's the old, old school yeah. boys. Yep. Yep. They got the tape measure still on their belt buckle. I yeah. mean, it's just the, it's just an old school and they're just slow and steady. Yep. I, I was about to say too, the other advantage with those old guys is they are the guys that have all those little tricks because they're from the time before calculators and flip phones and all this yeah. stuff. They YouTube. just have all these. Oh yeah, that's this and this. You just they think about it this now, way, yeah. and you're like, "Wow!" As a as a generation that comes from the calculator world, I never would have thought about that. Yeah. But that's really easy. The one he puts a little twelve uh, inch level magnetic on his dozer. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was like, I stopped by, say hi one day, that and I was like, level. Huh? Never thought of that before. So what? Because he was doing a final grade in the house. I'm like, got to make sure it's training. You don't have some six thousand dollar laser. He's like, no, really. If the if this is pitched, you're you got your. It's like, what the- well, you spend <laughs> enough time in that seat. I guarantee. you, nowadays, he never looks at that level. No. You just get it. You no, just and get that's it in the your thing. Ass. That's a, um, mind blowing. I got a guy that works for me. He worked for K and R, like a really large. He's worked for a couple different oh, yeah. excavators, but he's amazing. And the first time he. He's like, oh, if you ever got any dozer work, let me know. And I said, okay. So there was one job I gave him. And I said, well, it's got to be uh, 1%, perfect 1% to make this work <laughs> yep. and all that kind of stuff. And here's the laser and here's how you set up the receiver. And he's like, uh, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. You're not going to grade this 1%. What are you talking about? And you come back and, you know, not trying to insult him, but it's like, let me get the laser out and. Double check set, everything. Set up this one percent, right, right. You know, and check this, and it's like, I don't know how you did this, but that's amazing. And he yeah. would do. I thought I was pretty good on a dozer, but I hate to even get in it now because it's just you. You see what he does in four hours, and it would taken you twelve, and yeah. it's just, it's just beautiful. And he's yeah. got some weird circular thing that he does. I can't. I tried it. I look like an idiot. A weird <laughs> circular thing. Yeah, he his hands like this all oh, yeah. the time oh, on that dozer. Constant and he adjustments. Just, yep. He's flying. Oh, he's just and it's like, and I tried it the other day in sand. And all of a sudden, like, the bucket's oh, yeah. the blades like, just go better. What the? Now I will say, I'm just gonna try. Bike, boys. I'm gonna try this. If it makes you feel better, sand is some of the most difficult material to doze in. Or to really do, hold any sort of grade in because you don't get the resistance on your bucket like you do with other materials. And so for, for all intents and purposes, you're freehanding. You're, you're air dozing or you're air grading with your excavator if you're trying to pull grade because there's just no resistance there. I don't remember if it was one of your videos or someone else's, but said... Wait, which you is watch a great, other people than hardly, just, hardly. How ever. dare you? Eventually, <laughs> if I'm on the treadmill and I drop my yeah. remote, it just goes to somebody else. So. <laughs> That's it. But... Uh, <laughs> But See, it's basically you having that pile up against you and always kind of cutting that, yes, trying to get yep. your grade right when you've got that pile in front of you. Yeah, working, and just working a half blade it. at yep. a time. Yeah. Yep. I remember when I was first checking uh, road grade, I got sick of carrying the fucking grade pole around to convert the tenths to the inches. So I took the saws on, I cut the fucking grade pole off, and I was walking around with two foot. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking foreman comes up, he's like, what happened to the grade pole? I said, I cut it. 
<laughs> Jesus. I got, I got done carrying that fucking 15 foot story right. pole. Right. Yeah. I said, just to, just to measure eight, 10 inches. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah. I still got it. So how long have you been at it now? Uh, five years. How, how difficult has it been not having any experience in this industry, trying to kind of crash course your way through it? Uh, I started with stuff that you really couldn't screw up too much. Yeah. First lesson I've learned is water. I don't care what job you're on. Yep. Everything starts with where's water going to go. That That's it. You're grading a driveway. You are doing a little drainage. You are doing anything. It's always thinking about water. where the water goes. Yeah. Don't make a hole. Yeah. You know, have a pitch. Have something. Always think about where water's going to go because it'll make a mess of all your work real quick. And But... um. Yeah, I started that, and then it was kind of funny because uh, uh, a veteran called me that um, it was the only insurance claim on a septic I've ever seen. Consumers had the wrong drawing from the, the county, and they drove over the green <sighs> oh, field and nice. it all, Excellent. so it's going to be covered. Holy yeah, moly. like lo- wait, S- it, like a similar circumstance to some jackass driving through your like yard. A motorcycle. Like, yeah, like you know, a motorcycle yeah, driving yeah, through yeah. your yard. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I was trying to join the neighbors doing hot laps around just, here. Just so you guys can appreciate it, tonight we hear Rick roll up in his motorcycle and I say, oh, there's Rick, because we can all hear it from inside. And next thing I know, I look at my backyard and... and doing donuts yeah, in the backyard. Rick's just, you know, doing a nice leisurely loop through the backyard over the septic field. But in my defense, the, <laughs> the air over here is a little bit thinner, so lack of oxygen makes people retarded. Oh. And there's some people that cruise on a gator every night around, and I thought when they were parading around, I would just join them. That is true. So so our neighbor back here, his, his mom is, is got Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever, and so they will spend three to four hours an evening just putzing around the yard in the gator. Oh, wow. And they've decided, I mean, it doesn't bother me, but they've decided that why not just cut across my property to go out to the road out here? And so I'm just on their route, I guess oh, okay. now. All right. But what are you going to do? It's an it's a 70 something year old man and his demented grand, or yeah. his demented mother and I'm just Wave. like, "You know what? <laughs> you have a good time." <laughs> and then there's Rick chasing him down behind him. That's right. <laughs> So, so tell us more. So a veteran called, said, Hey, do you do septics? I said, no, actually, but I would like to try. And he goes, I don't care. I just need three quotes. I said, okay, well, send it to me. I just need three quotes. Yeah. I don't even know how a septic even works. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) it was actually kind of crazy. The guy, there's a guy I used to do CrossFit with years ago. He did septics for a living down in South Carolina. Yep. So I bid it. Anyway, I got it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what, yeah, Oops. I don't know what the hell any of this. <laughs> I don't know how septics work. I just wanted to look at the paperwork. Yeah, so I was like, oh shoot, all right. How much lower was I? You yeah. know, so um, did, he, did he tell you how much lower you were? Yeah, I was only like two two grand lower. Oh. It was like a fifteen thousand dollar job. So you were you were still in the ballpark making close. money. Yeah, yeah. For your first time, yeah. yeah I was like, all right, bad. that's pretty good. So um, called my buddy, and I, this is kind of tells you where I was at. So I call him and said. I'm putting in a septic. I know you do that for a living. Where does poop go after you Where flush? Where do I start? <laughs> like, how do I know where the pipe comes out of the house? How do oh, I know? Wow. So you I, get the inverts. Yeah, like, how do I know where the, the septic tank. Like, how do I know how to deep to set the tank? Like, how do I know how the slope? I don't. 
I don't know any of that. He's yeah. trying to explain to you me. Gotta get those engineers. You, you grab that laser, and when you do the laser, you know you you basically shoot the pipe, and then you subtract, and you do you know times it by 0.25. That'll give you your your fall. And I'm like writing all these notes down, and and if that was again the worst job ever. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't I don't know really what you're even saying. So I think I'm just gonna find the pipe, cut it, put a level on it, and see and where then, it's going. And yeah. then the only th- the thing that he helped me with uh, again was just like measure to the top of the hole for your inlet for your tank. And that's going to tell you your depth. And then yep. you take your grade rod and then you go down the 60 inches and I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I think I get that. All right. So I called the company that was delivering the tanks for the first time said, okay, what do you guys do? You set them right. Yep. Okay. So we, we prefer to have a hole ready. This is what we require. Blah, blah. So, okay. I said, so just so you know, I'm brand new. I've never done this before. <laughs> Don't have another job for that guy after this job. Because I don't know if I'm going to take 10 minutes or I'm going to have them for four hours. And don't, I drilled that inlet yet. I don't know. So please don't, I don't want that pressure of knowing. So I've got my little mini. But you were honest right up yeah. front. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's the biggest, that's, that's one of the biggest that's things critical. in this field. Yeah. So Art is the driver's name. He's been delivering ever since, but he's, he's freaking fantastic. He's done it for 30 years, 35 years, but he shows up and I didn't really know much about high water table. So this is on a river. We're doing a building a mound. Boy, you really so you got, got a floating. Oh, you got a floating <laughs> shit. Like awesome. I told you, the first ones, like literally the worst. I dig about 18 inches and it starts filling up with water. And I'm like, well, I'll be. What the fuck is that? Get the pumps out, well, baby. Well, let me think here. I can't dig the. If I dig this, it's going to get worse, I think. So I dug like another foot and it just kept I was like, okay. So the concrete guy, Art, shows up. I said, hey, first time, don't know what I'm doing. What do I need to do here? And he's like, I'm just a fucking driver. He's like, you got to <laughs> dig it 60 inches. And he grabs a great rod. He helps me. He's like, you got to dig it to where this reads. Okay. Digging and digging and digging and digging. And it's just water, water, water. Caving, caving, caving. Caving and caving. <laughs> and I can barely reach the bottom. Yeah. And you can't see nothing because it's three foot, four foot of water. And uh, he's like, you need to stand on the side, kind of stick it in. Yeah, I think you're dig a little bit more. And then what will happen is it'll fill in and then we'll set that tank. And okay. So I'm digging. He's like, well, just make sure you're digging flat. And I'm like, I don't know. You know <laughs> I'm sitting there in my head. Okay, like, boss. Yeah. yeah. Just digging divots. I don't know what the hell. Like, I don't, I, I can dig flat if I can see it. But I can't do. I don't have muscle memory. You, know, you couldn't do it by feel yet. I, no. well, I was going to say, as long no. as you've got three points that are relatively level, she'll sit there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was kind of cool because he got it close. It took two times. We got it really close. He pushed it through the water. Water bubbles out. He gets it. Gets the four foot level on there. He's like, ah, it's a little bit out. Yeah, we're a little bit high. I'm gonna pull it out. We got one time. You gotta get this. Gotta get this right. And dug it got it back in, got it level, got the pipe hooked up. And then we had to set the second tank, which is a little bit shallower, but he helped me through it. Yeah. He didn't so make you me were, feel you like were an installing idiot. a pump system. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So you had a pump chamber. Yep. Yeah. You were bald. That's big boy. Yeah. Work. Like you did. Yeah. Well, was, you really went full on for your first yeah. one. No yeah. gravity system. No, no. You went right for the pump system. Yep. And this was Ionia Love County. It. So you have to be certified. Mm-hmm. So it's people are willing to help if you just tell them that you need help yeah yes. so i mean i went to the county wanted to get certified because i got the got the job and i was like oh 
So I was on the bottom. You got to be certified. Call the county. Hey, I got to get certified. Oh, we only do that twice a year. Well, I got this job and it starts in three weeks. Can I get certified? Oh, we'll, do, we'll do a class <laughs> for you. So I met with them and um, they're still fantastic. They're still there, but they sat down with me and I'm like, what's a baffle? And they walked through. <laughs> well, they we read the book and you have to answer 30 something questions or whatever. And, yep. And they're like, if you've got questions, call us. You get onto the job. They're helpful. Call us. That's we're, awesome. We're going to, we'll help you. Like, okay, cool. So I'll try not to overuse that or abuse that. But um, so, yeah, I got there, got it set up. And then <laughs> the I had another excavator helping me with the trucking. So I think I'm good. And I budgeted, I think, 200 yards of sand for this mound. Excavator shows up to kind of, and I called him, said, hey, first time doing a septic. Don't really know what I'm doing. I'll get the tanks in, but I need you to start hauling sand on Wednesday morning. Okay. Can you stop there with your guys just to make sure I kind of got this set up? He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll stop by. So he shows up and I got it all staked. And I'm like, okay, I got the grass scraped. I'm, I think we're good to go. And he uh, he looks at the stakes and he kind of looks around. And he goes, how many yards did you want? I said, 200. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're gonna need more than that so what are you talking about he goes what size is this and he, puts a fluff factor in yeah, and he's like that. you're gonna need like 650 yards I was like, <laughs> oh 650 shit. yards no i'm gonna dig this hill uh, i'm gonna dig this out and then i'm gonna make it flush he goes oh no no not in Ionia county you can't you yeah. can't dig that it's you gotta, gotta be shoot it from mound. the highest yep. spot which the highest yes. spot was three foot higher wow. and then the lowest you gotta go spot. on tap yep. yeah yep. so the one end was seven foot tall or eight foot tall yep. when we finished we just did one like that it was horrible yes <laughs> no, <motocross laughs> so I'm, jump. I'm crapping my pants to be honest because i'm there about went. ready to throw up because yeah. i'm like okay i got 200 yards budgeted with his trucking right. yeah <laughs> we're doing triple which i'm that. thinking it's gonna be a day he was there for two and a half days yeah and you just see the 600. bills rolling. And I'm like, okay, I was going to make maybe three grand on this. I'm going to lose six. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I was going to be here for three days. I'm here for five days. And I'm just like, I got to hurry up and get this done because I got to pay for this job right. that I'm going to lose all this money on. <laughs> and uh, luckily, <laughs> love it. it worked out. I, I Homeowner kind of said, boy, that's a lot more. I said, yeah, I didn't budget this thing right. And he goes, what are you talking about? And I said, oh, I missed it. And he goes, well, everybody missed it then. So what do you mean? He goes, everybody was almost the same price. He goes, look at, they budgeted the same amount of sand and everything else. And didn't so go I was the like, oh, point. that's interesting. He goes, I'll go to my insurance company. I'm like, ah, he goes, no, I'll go to my insurance company. And ask him. So the insurance company said, send us the receipts of the sand you bought and they'll the, cover the, the difference and they would cover it. That's amazing. Thank God. Wow. Consumers yeah. ran it over. So I was like, yes. that deserves a fist bump right there. That's, <laughs> that is that's amazing. Some, so that's like, awesome. Oh. And that's the thing. Like when you start, there's so, I mean, I was uh, a little stressed out when I first started. I didn't realize every day something usually goes wrong. Oh, yeah. Something always breaks. Something's always costing you money. Somebody there's always the going to be some delay. Yeah. So yep. I didn't realize that. So I was, I was always expecting things to be somewhat smooth. And and uh, that was, that was kind of painful. So it was kind of a lesson learned on that. When you have, I had 25000 in the bank. That was my cash flow yeah. when I yep. started. And uh there's times I had like three grand in the bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, cause you don't have accounts yet. You don't have uh, credit limits at right. sand pits. You, right. You're paying, you're writing the check for every for single every thing load. you do yep. and every job. That is the hardest you, part. And it is yeah. insane. If you screw up, you 
And that, I mean, you're, you're you so got, close each time to closing the door because I had one account. It was a year later. I built another huge mound. Um, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but I wish there was an app. If you guys ever want to create something, uh, builders do not work for. So, All right. Right. So yeah. this I, builder called, we said, can Hey, make, we need I this fire, mound. I fire more fucking builders than anybody. Well, I was ever about to say, you don't even need an app. You can basically just say, don't work for builders. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's bad. It, it is it's, bad. It's crazy. So the guy calls me, he said, Oh, it's got a million dollar home in uh, Lowell. And he's like, yeah, we need this mound system. I'm like, well, as the home, home's in. Yeah. Well, why is your excavator not doing it? Exactly. Like, why, the questions why is, why start coming out. And he goes, oh, he's, he's old. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do pressure systems. They don't. And that was the thing. Like most of them don't want to do mounds. They don't want to deal with electrical. They don't want to deal with the pumps. They, and yet it's such good them. money. Yeah. I love such them. good money. I love them. I mean, that's kind of our, that's kind of our little niche. They're, so I enjoy them versus a gravity system. I'd rather do a mound system all day. You don't yeah, have so to worry about your drain, yeah. your flow or anything like that. You just plug pipe in the ground and yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking pump ought to shoot that turret yeah, exactly. on through. Yeah. <laughs> and if it don't, we'll we get started getting that feeling. <laughs> so yeah, we put that in. That was like 22,000. And I think I was making like 4,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the yeah wasn't he enough. He didn't pay. Oh, no. What a fuck. So, and at the and he time. Got me twice. Because I'm the, an idiot. I'm a pleaser. <laughs> so and at the time, though, I, were you licensed? Uh, that one, you don't have to be. Licensed as in. Like a, for your septics? You no. Did you have an excavating or oh, builder's gotcha, license at gotcha. the time to lean the property? No. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I had an LLC, but I don't have a builder's license. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. And if so. you had, if you had a builder's license, you, you could have leaned the property on. to collect yeah. the money. Yeah. So yeah, we threatened it. I yeah. mean, it took a year and he still only ended up paying half, but wow. that just about, cause he knew better. It about, just, it about broke it just about killed me. And yeah. I, I, I was telling some other excavator at some bonfire one night and he's like, Oh God. Yeah. That guy, you don't, that guy, you don't work for. He said, he's always a, a house and a half behind. And he's always short. And he said people will work for him, but then no one will ever work for him twice Again. because yeah. they don't. So well, he you just did. burns you through. Yeah, except you for you. For yeah. <laughs> so the catch was. Because the first fucking wasn't good. He, he said, hey, I need the septic done. And I did the septic. And then I sent him the bill. And two days later, he's like, oh, my excavator can't get here for three weeks. Put this culvert in. Oh, man. Like, oh, I'll come get that culvert in for you. I'm four days out. Yeah. Bought the culvert, put the gravel in, did all that. There's one more check that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't understand how the fuck you can sleep at night. Well, you oh, know what? Know. We've that got was... one right down the road here, and I'm not going to say his name on the podcast, but we got one right in our backyard that is so notorious. I've heard from multiple people. He has to go a couple counties over to get contractors that yeah. will work for him that haven't heard of him before. That's how bad it is around here. No one in this area will work for him. Yeah, It's rampant. And and I don't well, know how they stay in business. Most builders, know, yeah. though, when you get down to the end, even if they pay on a $30,000 contract, you get down to the like last final draw. And they try to nickel and dime over. Oh, like, yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I don't, you know, uh, two grand. Right. And they try not to pay you. And you're like, fuck you, dude. You just built a yeah. $750,000 house yeah. and you're going to nickel and dime me over two or grand. My, my famous thing is when we walk into these shit shows with the builders, we're already over budget. Although they're building a million some dollar fucking right. house. Yeah. 
and my my extra two thousand dollars above the yeah, next guy is already breaking already breaking the bank. We're behind. You, you ask him for a fair price on something, they're like, oh 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 god, you you gotta help me out. Or just they, fuck they, you, dude. Just tell him to put yeah. that bidet in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or they got well, the, I guess someone else will do a half the price. Well, fucking call. Yeah, them. why aren't you calling them? If they'll do yeah. it for half the price, call them. Yeah, yeah. So you learn. I mean, that's I actually for about three and a half years didn't build a recall. Like, oh uh, no, yeah, no, nope. yep. And then, so what's interesting is we're gonna dig a couple homes in uh, Dewitt, and this builder called said, "Hey, we pass you every day. See you on Instagram. See you do great work. Blah blah. blah. Really like to partner up with you." And I'm like, oh okay, uh, no. You know, <laughs> I, I dig for some builders, but they're, they're, they're not worried about the dollar they yep. pay. Yeah. And those are the ones that they're like, I've got enough money to write you a check. You don't have to wait for the draw. Yeah. Yep. And they're fantastic. And they pay you a week after you do it and they don't ever question anything. It's kind of like, Hey, you want me to backfill around that drain tile with all this heavy crappy clay? Or do you want me to bring in some sand, bring in some sand? We want to do it right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I'll dig for you all day. So that was kind of the catch. And then when this guy called, I'm like, uh, no, I don't really dig for builders that build yep. a lot of homes. It's yep. just not we what just I, got, we just got hit up by one. And it was, it was basically, we're going to graciously give you this package to do these houses. And oh, here's God. the number that we're graciously giving you. And you look at the number and you're like, thanks. We're going to do eight months worth of working and net 1500 bucks. We appreciate it. Yeah. 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 But he's looking for partners to partner up with. And I've already heard through the grapevines on some of the bigger guys I'm buddies with. Yeah, it's a fucking shit show there. They owe me X amount of money. They constantly it's don't the pay. Yep. And you make no money unless like you got 20 houses in a row. Yeah. I mean, you just have to consistent. Crank. Yeah. 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 You'd have to not, not when you're not mobilizing, to, demobilizing. Exactly. Yeah. You'd have to leave your machines yeah. on yeah. site and crank through them. And that's how you could, that's the only way you would ever turn a buck. Yep. But the builder doesn't give two shits about that no yep. and so they're bouncing you all over the place and so ultimately you never get to make your money yeah. and you're netting 1200 bucks for you know you've spent the last six months bouncing to this job for the basement dig then you got to do either the water sewer tap or you got to do the septic you yeah. know and then you then you got to come back and do a rough grade and then you got to come back and do your finish grade and then you got to install the sump and you got to yeah, i didn't realize how many times you go back for a new build either right. and it was then, like, oh my gosh so you want me again exactly and you're six months deep in that yeah and then you net fifteen hundred bucks, and it's like, no, that was totally no, worth fuck it. Did I just I mean, was interesting with this one is, I said, well, I always ask now. I don't care who's yeah. your excavator. Yeah, and why is he not? Why is he not? Why is he not it? showing up? And then you and always call the excavator. I did yes, yep. called and said, hey, he told me you're only giving him three days a week instead of five days a week, and he's like, yeah, that's true. I said, oh, okay. Why? So, <laughs> why? And he's like, well, I'm so far behind on water main and all that kind of stuff. We're finally getting our pipe in. He goes, I've got two crews, three guys. I give them five days a week for both crews. So yeah. one's at one subdivision, one's at another. He goes, we never, we mobilize. We stay there pretty much the whole time. They're three guys working every single day. So mm -hmm. it's actually really good. They're awesome at paying. They're fantastic communication. Those are actually one of my favorite customers. Oh, wow. He said, so it's kind of painful to pull it back, but we've run so oh, far behind on this other stuff. This is the DeWitt builder? Yep. Okay. Yep. So... So he's like, hey, you do great work. I'd, I'd be happy to partner up with you. Don't feel like you're taking anything away. He goes, it'd be, it'd kind of be a relief. Yeah, because help him I out. Don't have, I don't have the people right now. So he said, yeah. if you're a great backup, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm like, sweet. Awesome. So, I mean, it's kind of that. Yeah, that works. Know, know your 
know your excavating, you know, whatever trade you're in, know them and be friends with them. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how much work we bounce around each other. And it's amazing how much you can help a customer because we know that they're a little bit better at that, or we know that they're closer or even from an estimating standpoint, that's a major piece is I don't mind asking, you know, you getting other bids. Oh, you are. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to be 2000 higher than him. I'm going to be 2000 cheaper than him. Yeah. Yeah. So make your decision. They're like, how do you know that? Because you're right. I'm like, because I know. Yeah. You know people in the <laughs> I know industry. Yeah. I know their pricing. I, Absolutely. I yeah. know what my pricing has to be. I know what theirs is. And it is what it is. But. I feel like way too many times in the trades, uh, we have this mentality that we have to hoard and we have to be secretive. And, we, and what we ultimately do is we make it more difficult for all of us because everyone's trying to be secretive and hoard. Whereas, yeah. like you're saying, if you just, everybody just would just kind of, yeah, yeah. once you're transparent, everyone's on the same page. And, and now all of a sudden the builders don't have the advantage to fuck everybody over because everybody knows kind of where everyone's at. And, yeah. and especially when you build that trust of saying, Hey, I'm going to pitch you this job because I think you're just better tooled for it. I'm just, you take it. And because I know that's going to come back to me down the road. And now all of a sudden I have a great relationship with Walnut Grove excavating and we throw each other work all the time. And Travis and I are buddies. And now it's a totally different dynamic in, in the overall workplace than it was when I was going, Oh, fuck that guy. This is my, well, this oh, yeah. is my, how much is he bidding? Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get there's, 500 there's bucks like, under him. There's like three of them that still don't wave. I wave sure. at everybody. Yeah. I, oh, just, yeah. I like yeah. people. I, I'm wave. waving at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's still a couple. There was a, so originally I was going to buy a guy. So I was going to partner. He was going to retire. I was going to work with him for five years and then buy it out. He yeah. wouldn't share numbers. He wouldn't share. I thought, yeah. See, that's bullshit. If I'm, you were going to buy it. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy something that you have no idea what's going on. You're not even willing to tell me what you make. I yeah. mean, that's kind of, or how far daddy is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those goofy things. But um, yeah, I, I think I've had, I've had a lot of luck been somewhat strategic with some of it, but first year I was by myself. Second year, uh, I had my brother-in-law, my father-in-law had come help me on septics, that kind of stuff. Started getting in more and more into septics, really enjoyed that kind of staying there for a little bit, getting yeah. that done pretty hard by yourself, but, uh, used to do it. I mean, I used to straddle the pipe, have a little stick in my skid steer, move that pipe over to shake the stone over. And mm -hmm. <laughs> it was, crazy when you look back at it right so after the podcast we're not we're not dropping this knowledge on the podcast after the podcast we will tell you our technique for doing this that is Ah, whoa. Whoa, it, the, the, the wit's too fucking close to me. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. The oxygen Didn't is better over here. we just fucking talk about this, Rick? <laughs> no, Wait, you just said the oxygen is horrible <laughs> We just talked about this. I'm hey, so confused being now. Being open and sharing. It's for, our, it's for our guest. It's not for my competition. He's not. He's on the other side of the sweet Jesus. Rick. Rick's all Rick does now is drive a dump truck anyway. So yeah. just, yeah. I'll do nothing no more. So I'll be honest. One of the things that helped me the most when I started on septics is there was a guy that he's still there. He's a great guy and people give him a really hard time because he's not, um, he's not motivated, but he's in with a local pump company in, in town and that sold out recently and all that kind of stuff. But any, Damaged tanks, work on tanks, drain fields went to him. Okay. And and he is very old school. He's a great guy, but he doesn't work winter. He likes to be done every day, about three. Doesn't like to really work Friday. <sighs> My man. 
And, I'm all about it. And he knows his stuff. Like, <laughs> kind of sounds like me. But, it, but it's funny because he goes in, <laughs> and he was he was a godsend for me because he would go in, and he's not polished, so he'd go in and say, he'd go look at a job with a customer and go, oh god, this is a, oh this is a, oh, this is a fucking mound. <laughs> oh, I don't. Oh. This job sucked because you got to put tank, <laughs> you got the landscaping. His people got, skills suck. And he'd go, yeah, I don't want this. And, and it would put customers in a really of, uncomfortable back, spot. Like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? You do this for a living. And he goes, oh, the only person I know that do this is Travis. <laughs> so they would call me and I'd go, oh, yeah, I'll come look at it. And I'd yeah, go, yeah. oh, yeah, I could, I could do this. Yeah. yeah, this is not, you'll do it. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. And they're like, well, how much? I'm like, well, I think it's probably going to be right around this. Done. And yeah. then and when I was new, which really was the sales pitch, when can you do it? Oh, it's Monday. I could probably be here Friday. Yeah. Fuck, they don't want to hire Friday? you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. We don't have to have pump so trucks was, here for the next week. So it was like one of those deals where just because I was so new, I mean, that is still the thing today. We That's how we, we changed our strategy a little bit last year. Um. My father-in-law is my estimator. My sister-in-law, she she started this year. She's actually handles all the phone calls, scheduling, that nice. kind of stuff. Yeah. But you you see very quickly. Now that's the catch of where you want to be, like the guy that gave me a lot of business, and as in you're okay with only having two weeks worth of work, and you don't care because something else is going to come in, yep. and you're just going to bid it when you bid it, or you really want to try to grab all the business that you can. Yeah, yeah. And you could see after. If when you start telling people I'm four, six weeks, eight weeks out, yeah, they shy away real they're quick. They're pretty much gone. I mean, yeah. no one, everybody's instant gratification. They want it done. They want it, and especially right. kind of septic related, but people do not want to wait six weeks to eight weeks to no. get something done. Right. Well, that's the best. Like, so people, I go look at bathrooms and they're like, so when can you do this? I'm like, next spring. No, wait a second. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Where were you at today? I was on the <laughs> fucking lake paddleboarding. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Family I just want to get that Family in. I got all my coats you know, done. The, ho- the holiday weekend's <laughs> here. <laughs> fucking Titan is starting two days early. Titan's been the on the holiday weekend for six weeks. The lake was calling weeks. me, and I was just <laughs> like, Titan knows how to turn heaven. a three-day holiday into well, you know, seven. It's just funny how they act, like they. And then I'm like, all right, they're like, well, we'll call you back after we talk to a couple of other contractors. I'm like, all right, well, let me know what they say, because if they can do it tomorrow, you're gonna get a shitty ass bathroom, or you're gonna set. You're going to, you're going to pay them. You're going to get everything set up and they're not going to be here till fucking next March. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that is the piece we, it's like, we can honestly tell you, like, if you say yes, now this isn't a sales pitch, but we're booking August 11th. Yeah. Correct. That's the date. Now keep in mind weather and job delays. Yeah. It may set up really within a week. We're pretty much going to be that August 11th. I'm not going to tell you end of July. And show up four weeks later. I'm going to tell you this is pretty much the date. Exactly, and that's Being how we do it. As we get it, yeah, yeah. It's simple. I mean, it's so, it's so much. So it sells. Being transparent and honest sells yeah. business. It's my new thing is my is. new thing is I just tell them there's three ahead of you. So whenever I get done, I'll tell you when I start the second one, and I'll be there. Right and that's after my mentor, year. and I wish yeah. I was better at that, but I still just because I'm a Oh, I'm an Planner. idiot, and I still tell people that I'll be there next week, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck did I just like, do? I kick myself in the I call them back. I'm like. It's not going to be for another like four months. They're like, that's what we thought. But I was like, I was so excited, you know, because I'm yeah. like, yeah, I can do this. I'm like, it's going to take 17 weeks to get that shit. And, yeah. you know, or you get the homeowner that you told that. So they constantly call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You told me yep. 
<clears throat> yeah, well, I know. So we're getting ready to build a house. And then I got Brian. He's like, hey, when can you put me on your schedule? I'm like, exactly. No, no, no. When are we starting tomorrow? <laughs> exactly. Totten's like, you're not going to build a house till next year. And I was like, no, you told me you could start next week. He's like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The land clear is going great, by the way. We're we're rocking and rolling. <laughs> That's right. We are now. Uh, we have started clearing officially for the new sweat and grind yeah, you'll studio. You'll have to come back next yeah. year. Give oh, us a it's follow up be, on it at the new Barnuminium Studio. Oh, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be so beautiful. Yeah, I know. No. You, you originally picked on this setup a couple times in other podcasts. Oh yeah, I figured. A couple You're years from now, upgraded it's going to be like a Dave Ramsey studio. Oh, exactly. We're going to have a gold microphone. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And all that kind I don't of have stuff. his blow yeah. up dolls and shit. Wait, who are you? It's going to be Travis like, what? Exactly, yeah. It's going to be like Howard you, Stern I gave you swag, man. Oh, in. that swag. Yeah, it's in our pile of swag over there. <laughs> no, we love this, man. It's We'll never forget. So, yeah, I've been lucky by other people throwing some of that work. That guy... It's kind of a family relation somewhat, but that's kind of why he ended up. And he's like, I'm not going to do it. So I'm I'm be happy to give you business. Then there was a really weird, um, my brother, my brother kind of had the same situation going on. He lived in Oklahoma. He wanted to move back to Michigan. I was talking to my son, which was like 17, 16, 17 at the time saying, you should buy a pump truck. Because if you run the, num- run the numbers on a pump truck, Boom. Rick has been trying Boom. to get us to buy a pump truck, and no. put, he's wanting to stick Rick my ass in the seat. A pump truck, don't do it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like Brian, just, go get your CDL. Because you, you, like, you just see Brian. We said our boy, freaking Greg Johnson, on. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, keep slumming, dude. It all says pump truck. We're just talking about sucker backs and shit. No, could you, cool. see, could no, you yeah. see Brian those just lugging cool. the fucking shit tube to the nope. fucking thing? Nope. Nope. Brian says he wants to run one for 15 minutes and then just give it back to the person that's operating it. I think right. Brian wants to be on the end of the sucker hose. It's, Rick is convinced <laughs> that he's going to go buy a pump truck and he keeps like independent of that. He's like, man, I, I really, if you get your CDL, you could drive the dump truck. And I'm like, no, I know what your long term strategy is and you can go get fucked. <laughs> I ain't running a shit truck. <laughs> but it's, anybody, anybody else can make exactly. shit fun. <laughs> It's good. It's actually good money, but you really better think through your truck. So my, anyway, I was telling my brother like, yeah, Brock's going to probably do this maybe when he turns 18, cause you can make good money oh, doing yeah. a pump truck. It's everything about it's pretty gross, but it is a, still a it's really a good, good money. And yeah. Depends on what you're pumping, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah, you're basically pumping shit. Oh, I'm I'm talking back trucks. Oh, no, 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 we're talking full-on shit trucks. We're talking to If Rick was talking about buying a vac truck, we're having a totally different conversation. Yeah, if we're talking of shit truck, no, absolutely Go crack that orange valve right there. You'll see what we're going to be pumping. We can see what the furnace houses ate for dinner. Yeah, right? And we had Mexican last night. No, I thought we, we were really on, loaded her up. I for thought you. you were going down the, the, the Pete Black, uh, you know, vac truck. And you're talking about pump. Oh no, we're talking about pumping shit. We're talking about into Portage on the world. Exactly. Right. You're ah. you're in the you're in the vein of thought now. In in Totten, yeah. how do you feel about getting a CDL? <laughs> actually, I got my chauffeur's license. I'll stick to that. Actually, we could, we could we could just get a chauffeur's truck. We don't need a fucking class A anymore. Something to think through. So my brother did it. He called me. So I visited him out in Oklahoma. He called me a couple weeks later and said, you know, I'd really like to move back. Do you care if I, do you think your son would care if I started that up? So I talked to him and he's like, no, I don't care. My son. So I give my brother credit because he came out, he got a CDL. There's a lot of Eagle requirements, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to get certified. Yeah. You got to buy the truck. He bought the truck, um, did everything. 
And then uh, he bought a tandem axle, I forget, 2,000 gallon, 2,500 gallon. And uh, we used to dump in Greenville, Michigan. There was a facility there you could dump at. But he got it up, got it going, but it's slow. You know, so he's new. We're trying to it's do advertising and all that kind of stuff. He didn't have the money to advertise. So it's one of those where he was quite a ways in. He's just driving his truck around with a billboard on it. Yeah, and, and the thing that stunk was the, the... No pun intended. <laughs> the gallons wasn't quite right because you couldn't really do two homes. You could do two tanks and a tank, like a single tank, but you couldn't Ooh. do two doubles. So yeah, he was having to make a bunch of trips to Greenville. Anyway, it didn't it didn't work. And... um he didn't really have a lot he of money just, to put back into it. He didn't get like a sewer it. key and just like start opening up like calves and just dumping into. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, track, there you go. they track everything. So anyway. Tot, I, Totten would be the guy that fucking goes dumps the shit I'm in just the storm thinking, I'm thinking Detroit yeah, But style. in his defense, Totten yeah, would also be the charismatic anyway. yeah. guy that somehow gets off with a warning oh, my for tank dumping was half open on the way truck home. down the sewer. Yeah. Every time it rains, I think. I was chloride in your I road. they dump like 80,000 gallons of sewage into the river. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes. But. Uh, I ended up buying it from him and I knew it lost. So that was the only thing that was kind of surprising to me is if you're going to start a business, you better find someone that's extremely smart or at least knows how to build a spreadsheet to break down truly all of your expense. Yeah. Exactly. There is a a lot that you don't ever think about. So yeah. underestimating this business. It is insane. So, I mean, even just, I know business, but it was one of those like, um, there's a really good book out there too, like Profit First. The guy will drive you freaking nuts if you do a read uh, audio book. Audio book, yeah. Because does he talk like this? <laughs> no, but he'll repeat the same thing nine thousand times. It's a but great book. That's a good way, you know, because it burns but it's in. Like, but after it's like, like the when sixth are you chapter, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I get it. Yeah. Like it's a. He said, "Make fucking money, damn it." <laughs> it's like a Ramsey thing where yeah. you kind of separate. But that was really actually pretty good. He he basically said, "You got to make sure you're actually paying yourself." but you really need to break apart your profit. So if you make, let's say $1,000, you're throwing 200 over or 300 into tax, nice. yep. a tax group already. Yeah. Cause you're getting that 30. So you're going to throw that tax money out. You're going to pull some profit out that you're actually going to get paid with. And then you're going to have some other reserve, but you break all these accounts out. So when you look at your I cash flow account, <laughs> when you look at your cash flow account, it's literally your cash flow, not so like my first year, I was like, "Oh man, I got forty thousand in the bank. I'm rolling." And then my wife's Yay. like, "Oh, you got, we got to pay in 30. And I was like, "Wait, what?" So wait, <laughs> I worked all year and I got I got ten grand in the yeah. bank. Okay, this doesn't quite you, work. You become so. your fastest education when you run oh, a yeah. business. Yes, and those are those are things you really want to think through before you start. Correct, and that kind of touches. I felt bad for my brother on that because he didn't really run the numbers. I thought he would have. Yeah. But, um, well, you, you he, see the dollar. Didn't. Yeah. And it was, so I, I took my spreadsheet and said, okay. And it breaks everything down. Like, okay, a pump job is $350. You pay this much to dump it. This is how much your fuel costs. This is your truck payment and each thing. Yep. So you need to have this many pump jobs in order to survive. And, and you take all your taxes, all your fuel, all your insurance, all your extras, all your tire maintenance, your all that kind of yeah. stuff. All the, yeah, heavy road tax, Never knew about that. Yeah. That's a fun, like $15,000 check every spring yeah. for me. So yeah. it's, so it's kind of all those stupid things you never really know, but you're not figuring into your costs. So your costs are light so, or your, your, when you're budgeting. Yeah. And you just hit it on the head and you just barely touched the surface of why excavating costs so fucking much money. 
Oh, there's so much. I mean, it's so many costs. One of the excavator, he said, oh, make sure you get, I went to get plated. I bought a quad axle truck and he's like, oh, make sure you pay the heavy road tax. What? Yeah. What's that? Can you get your plate? Oh, it's a special. Yeah. Yeah. You go, you got to pay it. And I'm like, well, I won't run that heavy. And he's like, oh no, you're not getting your plate unless you pay that. Yeah. The state bones you for a grand here, five grand here. Yeah. I think that's 2,200. Yeah, twenty four hundred. You're, wow. you're already six grand balls fucking deep without even oh, making yeah. money yet. And that, I hate March, so I gotta I gotta change the plate to where it's in summer. Yeah, so it's not as every heavy. spring I've got like these. Out. Yeah, every every spring you're like, please let me make it to spring. Yeah, and then right when things start going, it's like, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just taking it. Yeah. So it's really, you've got to have someone that you can sit down with and break apart the numbers and truly figure out TikTok's awesome, but I think TikTok misleads a lot of people as in, I got a guy right now that's looking at dumpsters, wants to do dumpsters. Mm -hmm. Um, There's money, but really when you talk to people that run it and do it for a living, not not TikTok famous, it's, there is a lot of freaking work there and there's a lot of overhead. Yeah. So if you want to um, really be in the dumpster business, you've got to have 15 dumpsters because right. people keep that dumpster for longer two weeks. than what right. you're you want to be able weeks, to rotate them. And you're making $300, $200 on that. So yeah, yeah. it's not $300 a day, $600 it's not, it's a day. Not lucrative. It's lucrative. Yeah, there's a lot there. So that's kind of what happened to my brother. I, we've, we spent a, a day putting all the spreadsheet together and saying, okay. <laughs> and I was kind of looking over like, you're losing like two grand a month. He goes, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do to get this so, back? So it's like, well, yeah. And that's kind of like, what yeah. are you going to, and he's like, well, I don't have any more money to put in. So I, anyway, I ended up buying it. The day I took it over, the plant manager from Greenville called me and said, Hey, um, you're the new owner. I said, yep. Um, we're no longer accepting waste. Oh, we great. got, we got fined by a DQ. We're taking too much waste on blah, blah, blah. We so, can't we can't take it. So now you don't have a so big like, truck. Oh, wait, now your spreadsheet's you like fuck. so it's Allegan or Muskegon. Ooh, and you would think you would think that all these wastewater treatment plants would just take it because right. it's waste. Right, mm-hmm. they don't. It's a different DEQ licensing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Yep. Um. Anyway, I ended up finding out that there's a really large pumping company in Grand Rapids that's licensed to take waste because his friend dumps what's, there. What's the name of that one? Uh, plumbers. Yes, plumbers. That's right. So I tried I to up, sell a vac truck to those guys. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, there's a bunch of plumbers. Yes. They're all family. Yes. But there's plumbers environmental. Like, there's plumbers waste. There's they plumbers are, recovery. There's don't mix the two up. I found out on a sales call because they are not on good terms with each other. Well, that's um, fucking plumbers think, for you. I think most of them are now. So there's there's the plumbers environmental, and then there's like the plumbers waste recovery, something like that. And then there's Plumber's disposal. I want to say it's plumber's disposal <laughs> that doesn't so. talk to the other plumbers. Like one of them is very much separate from the others because I was like, oh yeah, so you guys are related. He's like, yeah, we're related. And I said, so so I was just over there talking to those guys. Did anyone mention me? He's like, no, we don't talk to those guys. I'm like, oh, okay. I Excuse me. Pardon me, sir. <laughs> I think they're like a normal uh, family business. So like my son. Um, he worked with me for three years and he's, he's actually, it's, it's kind of funny. He's, uh, not very helpful at home from a chore standpoint, hates it. Yep. But you, 
throw him on a job site. And he's freaking great. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was, it was always nice because, you know, I'd, I'd say, okay, guys, um, you're going to go do this. Do you want to take this guy or this guy? And they're like, Oh, I'll take Brock. It's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Nice. But it was also one of those things for me too. Last year, I kind of said, you know, I really like you working with me. I love having you here, Yeah. but I really don't want you to work for me. Like I, we're good. Everything's good, but I've seen too many things not go right for people. I don't think that's really us, but I'd rather have you start something that uh, helps us, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily for with me. us. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's your money, not my money. So he owns Walnut Grove hydro seating. So he started oh, that. Okay. Nice. He started that last fall and he loves it and he kills it. I mean, it's, I had a landscaper that I'd sub all that out to, and then he did a great job and, um, it wasn't anything against him, but it was one of those when you start running numbers again, it's like, it's a lot of money. Man, there's, sense. there's money here and yeah. there's some easy logistics. There's some easy communication. There's some synergy yep. there. It's yeah. pretty easy. You can ground kind of, him if he doesn't show up. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I can go home and say, um, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Travis is you going to me. <laughs> so it actually hey, Dad, works out good because we kind of do an a la carte. We do a lot of septics and it's really, here's what everybody's going to quote. But we'll actually bring in the topsoil for you. We'll hardly rake it. We'll prep it. Yeah. And then if you want hydro seed, this is your amount for the hydro seed. Nice. And and then we and just communicate it to Brock. Communicate yeah. and he he goes and does it. We he bills us for it. We you know, it's kind of that whole thing. But nice. So it works out works out really well. But so anyway, I bought the company. That whole thing went down. About a month later, I'm like, okay, I knew the company, the excavating could absorb thousand twelve hundred bucks mm-hmm. a loss on the pumping i was going to ride it and then when that changed i was like i'm dead i mean it's a yeah. brand new truck i'm, I'm dead this now, is now this is gonna small this is gonna kill me i mean this will literally i can't make enough money excavating to to bring it back to bring it back yeah so i ended up calling uh dick Plummer. he's the, uh, the owner i think he's just got out of it his son uh, took it over but called him and said what, hey what was dick plumbing dick Plummer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stepped right into that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Richard. Yes. But, uh, but I called him and said, you got to help me. I'm not really competing against you. I'm I'm this little guy. I'm pumping my own systems. I'm not. So he kind of said, well, shoot, let's have a cup of coffee. I said, okay, tomorrow morning. So I met him the next morning for coffee. And he kind of said, what, what do you do pumping for? Why'd you get into it? And I'm like, oh, I got it. Cause there my wasn't brother a, made me. My brother <laughs> up. We get originally got into it because, um, integrity is a really big thing to me and not screwing people over. So there was a local company that I was using a lot of times. I wasn't really using plumbers cause there was a, there was a smaller local company I was using and, uh, I was showing up to do tank replacements and they weren't there and they weren't bad. So oh. you're beating on this tank with everything you got and you can't break it. And you're like, why yeah. are we replacing why, it? Why are we doing this? Yeah. So it's like, okay. And that happened over and over. And then there was quite a few times where we didn't do the the <clears throat> inspection to say the drain field's bad. We're getting called saying we have a permit. Our drain field's bad. Right. Please quote this. We need a yep. replacement. We're not going to go validate that, that someone did work correctly. Yeah, You just go dig it up. You can dig it up. So, yep. And there was probably about six or seven of those too, where you go out and you're replacing it. So you rip it apart and you start getting into it and you're like, this, this is stone's fresh clean. Stone. <laughs> the sand is beautiful. 
what the hell's going on? Yeah. And then you find out there's a clog six foot from the tank, and you're like, oh my god! Well, you've just destroyed yeah everything. through. So now it's like, okay, clog. I got all the pipe, I've got everything, and then the homeowner's looking at, it and you're like, and nothing goes in the ground. <laughs> um, we can try to repair this, but we just kind of destroyed we just this whole mutilated thing, it. and or now you didn't need. One, but you're gonna get a brand new one. Yeah, and that was horrible. That was honestly yeah. the worst thing ever. So I, that's where I was telling my son, I'm like, you really need to get in this because there's not integrity in this pumping thing. You show up, you pump it. They only pump half. They don't pump the full they thing. They don't pump no the one, other side. Yeah, because yeah. no, they, no one's home. They throw the dirt back over it. No homeowner's gonna go back out there, dig yeah. the hole back up, see if they pumped everything. So there was just a lot we'll of calls in six months. So I'm like, I, okay, I like this the is, I like the ones they don't even change the filters that are clogged. They just fucking pump the tank yeah, and right, take off. Take yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he it worked out great. We made a deal. He bought the truck. He basically said, "Why do you do it?" I'm like, "Well, it brings us leads. It's integrity. I'm always on time for my my job." I mean, those are the, he's like, you got priority, give you a little discount and, um, we'll give you the leads. So they did tank replacements nice. at the time. They did not want to do drain fields. So it's like, okay, let me think 20 trucks, you know, just doing math. It's like 20 trucks, eight homes a day per truck, 160 jobs. If 2% are bad. Okay. That's pretty good pretty good amount yeah of yeah so kind of sharing a big secret there but i mean that's one of the big things <laughs> that helped me is and i've people from outside the area that call and ask for help or support or how do you do this it's like go find a local pump company and partner up yeah. with them because yeah. man you that's your bread and butter there is why not right like it's so it works great because they i asked them you know i was going to give them money all that kind of stuff and they're like we haven't had anyone that we can really trust. We've done this before. It hasn't worked. You've yeah. got a great reputation. Keep the reputation. We integrity got you some business. is everything. So, People don't realize that integrity is everything. If you can, if you have a good name, if you, even when it's hard, do the right thing. Yeah. That will come back tenfold. But everybody chases the dollar. Yeah. I, I know. And it's that's hard because hard. 95, 90, that's the stuff that always kind of gets me a little bit is 95% of what we do, you will have that pipe perfect. You will have, you will not cut any corners and you cover it up. And nobody can see Sees really what the you quality did. that yeah. you do. Yeah. Yep. Where someone else can just throw that in there, that pipe can be off by a foot and grade. Yep. And, and it will drain for years. <laughs> yeah, I it was going to say, and it will probably yep. be okay. Yep. But at the end of the day, you know, you know, and it's your name that's going to go on that field or whatever it is that you're doing. And again, it comes back to just that conversation. It's going to come back in ways that you don't expect, like you offering to pay the guy and he goes, no, you've got an, you're going to show up and you're going to make sure that I don't look like an asshole. Yeah. I don't, you don't need to pay me for that. Yeah. That is a service in itself. And that's what too many people don't realize is when you're chasing the dollar and you're cutting all these corners, you're shooting your own self in the foot half yeah. the time. If yeah. you if you just do it right every day, it, it just yeah. comes back. There's yeah. no and and the shit part about this is the homeowners call and they don't know nothing about this. They called you because you're the expert. Yep. And most of these people and they see they could bend somebody over and fucking take a shitload of money, they do it. Yeah. Instead of going, No, it was just like the fuse panel or it was just a filter. They're yeah. like twenty five grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And they and they fucking do it and yeah. they walk away. Yep. We've gotten into some weird 
um, situations where like a inspector, there's an inspector that's not really that good. I don't know if he knows. Doesn't what? know what they're looking at. What? Oh my gosh! An inspector that doesn't know what they're doing. It blows my mind because you don't have to be certified to do septic. Isn't that crazy? So I mean, it's so they do them, and well, it looks okay in there. There's yeah, so many inspectors out there. They have a no lot of realtor. So we we're really big in communicating, communicating fast, quoting yep. quick, getting that all set. So it's kind of one of those. Sorry, <laughs> selfie selfie moment. So you guys are too far apart. Oh well. So it's you one tried. of those deals where. Um, Len will go out there, auger, and say, Drainfield's fine. Yeah. And he'll hit this other spot, and he's like, oh, you probably just have a... And they're like, what? Everybody else has said it's bad. It's like, no, no, no. It's not bad. It It's really just this. Yeah, you got a little pocket. We think. Yeah. And we've been wrong. I think we've been wrong once or twice. And You know what? You give it but, a shot. Yeah, and that's what we've said. Like, we've gone out there and said, okay, here's your charge. Grand. Yeah, it's here's your charge. This is what we think it is. And we get out there and go... Oh, we're wrong. That's not what it is. You just take that off. The, yeah. We take it off. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not going to hit you twice. Yeah. So, yeah. so in the, in the septic world, there's a lot of surprises too. I mean, a lot of times the things aren't right. They're not listed right. They're not right. in the right spot, yep. all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's supposed to be one dry well here. There's three dry wells, yeah. all that fun stuff. So, so yeah, the partnership with plumbers has been absolutely huge with us. And then it's kind of uh, a year, year and a half ago, that changed a little bit too, because they, uh, John Plummer runs it now and he's doing an amazing job with it, but uh, it's growing like crazy and they have got a nutty operation. Yeah. And they, that place is they huge. run and they work hard and they got great guys and, and they've got some good drivers and um, they know their stuff. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, he actually came from the competitor that shit. I <laughs> came from the one competitor, but he, he knows, God, he knows every, and it's amazing because I didn't realize there was that big a following um, but customers believe what they say. Like when plumber shows up, they're like, they, they've been pumping my tanks for 25 years. And if they yep. say it's bad, then it's bad. Yeah. Yep. I'm not even going to question it. So, yeah. and they're right. I mean, they don't, they really don't, if there's a judgment call, John will drive out there, look at it to validate that. Wow. It's actually a, a true statement. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, that's been a great partnership. But a year and a half ago, he's like, I've got a lot of stuff going. I got drivers. I got training. I got, and they used to throw me um, tank replacements that were like, who in the world would take this? Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was fun because he would, you know, they would say, oh yeah, we're too busy to take this one on. <laughs> like, oh, okay, thanks. And I quote it and you get like, it and you're fuck. like, what the, <laughs> you know, there, there's just some there. You're like, oh wow. Okay. But customers will call them and say, man, they were great. We love Walnut Grove. Thanks for recommending them. So they were getting a lot of good feedback. Yeah. So they called a year and a half ago and said, we don't really want to do tank replacements anymore. We, oh, so they handed you the keys to all of it. Yeah. So they nice. said, we, we, we've got too much going to manage the excavating side. Yeah. We're pumping. That's our business. That's our bread and butter. We, yeah. We're going we're gonna to excel at that. That's awesome. So we took that over, and then they still used to do septic replace or uh repairs repairs and all that kind of stuff and they called six months ago and said it's all yours we don't want to do that anymore yeah we, we really don't we don't have the time for it, it. yeah so, i love it yeah so we get you get we, coffee and, with and, the right guy and we track every single do you ever thank your brother for this oh yeah so it's kind of one of those uh crazy things because we track we track every single customer where they heard from us so We've got a good system. We bought that. I should have bought that a long time ago, but 
it literally it's probably the best thing we've invested in in a, in a while like but, a crm software yeah gotcha so i was lucky at the previous company to test a bunch of these things so i was like okay i know what the process is yep. going through this and it's um, and you go start going through and it's like i don't need i don't need this crazy thing so we did four different systems tested it walked through the program did a little bit of beta testing that kind of stuff and some of them were just okay that's over complex and pricing you're going to screw me in 10 years so yeah. okay so we ended up landing um with house call pro and it's awesome so you you quote it you can do multiple proposals um as soon as they accept it's all digital so oh, wow. they hit a, you can send it to them as a text they hit approve automatically sends you a message saying approve goes right into a job profile to say you got to schedule it wow you schedule it you can have the customer know everything or nothing all right. So it's kind of cool too. You can take it and say, okay, we got that job today. We're going to drag it to August 24th. It'll pop up. Do you want the customer to know? Interesting. If you don't want them to know, you just unclick it. And Interesting. It sends them a text. It texts them everything. So today it was nice because I did a stone slinging job and it does the same thing for the driver or the excavator, whoever's doing the job, but you start it. And as soon as you hit on my way, it sends the customer a text saying, we're on your way. This is the guy that's coming. And then, uh, Rival time is X. Wow. So this is called house. What house call pro. All right. And, uh, it's been, it's been really, really good. Cause that's it. When you start, there isn't anything. So it was a spreadsheet. It's your it was piece a of paper nightmare. Yeah. So it was a, yeah. Oh, here's someone that called. Here's my, here's my detail. And it was color coded. And then I had them in groups. So, well, I gotta go do a site visit. Okay. I'll schedule that for the site visit. Oh, now I did the quote or no, I, now I did the visit. But now it's I got to quote of, it. A lot of pieces of puzzle. And then, oh, now the quote sent. And then, oh, they did accept it. And then you got to try to keep the order of how they accepted it. Right. And it was just a... God, was that's a, a lot of logistics just for a spreadsheet. And it's not bad. So that's the catch. Like, you know, two years ago, I'd do three jobs a week. You know, I was by myself. Mm -hmm. That's manageable. Four jobs a week. Um, some, then I started getting five. Well, shoot, we do sometimes three times, three jobs a day. So Len's doing, so it, so it's really cool. So they call in, Lisa always takes the phone call. Her goal is to always answer within three rings. So no matter what, we always answer. So that's kind of one of the... Oh, I'm putting you to the test this weekend. Call her. <laughs> Don't be like my brother, though. My brother, he played her. Oh, man. Oh, God, he played her. I forgot what he oh, called Oh, sweet Jesus, we got turned I got on right oh, do my <laughs> No, he's like... Um, where are you at? And she's, and she's like, what? I, I was on the schedule today and I'm freaking pissed because you pushed me back three times. I don't understand why you are late. And she goes into pure panic. And she's mode. like, well, what's your name? And he gave the name and she's like, um, I can't find your name. What's the address? You don't even know my name. How important. Am I? You know, just the whole, yeah. the whole thing. That's but, awesome. That's amazing. So, so yeah, that was, but she, she takes it as soon as she talks through the whole kind of script like what's your issue is it really an issue is it not yep. how urgent is it she then takes all the information types it in she schedules it to len len then now has a schedule to go visit does the exact same thing starts the thing tells them hey i'm on my way well and then uh it and it's all pre-populated i wonder if they're not there how does that so it's work? all pre-populated so it says len's on his way so for most of them it's len's on his way to visit your home um if it was discussed that you didn't need to be there no worries God, again. Or you're doing outside it stuff. Already, so yep, yep. It already wow. says like if if you're supposed to be there, 
He's on yeah. his way. If you're not supposed to be there, no work. You don't need to be there. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. You know, so so that saves a lot, and it's just a, it's just that flow. Yeah. So that was the part that we were starting to lose. Len started a year ago, and we were doing the thing, and I was like, "What do you, what do you have?" Where, and you write it on a sheet. So you, you know, you got the pad of paper, and yeah. you, then you, we got lost. the customer yeah. form, and then it's like, "Did you transfer that to the spreadsheet?" Is that on the calendar? Just then yeah. we use the Google parts. calendar. Yeah. Yep. Too much. And yeah. share the Google calendar with all the employees so they could see everything. Um, but now it's nice because now it's really, you assign the three people to that job. They only see that job. They don't yeah. see all the other Everybody clutter. Else. Yeah. So. Awesome. So that's been, that's been actually really, really nice. So yeah, it's trying to manage the growth, but then not. I think that's been the hardest part for me is just figuring be, out when you know, do you buy that? Like we didn't have, we had quick. Yeah, when do you need that? Yeah. So yeah. if it makes you feel better, one of my favorite interviews I've ever conducted was with John Fetchko down in Ohio. He owns Fetchko Excavating. Very large. Uh, they have 300 plus employee excavating company. And that was his exact statement when I asked him, what's been the most challenging aspect of growing this company? It was knowing when to pull the trigger on the next stage of growth. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that that kind of should make you feel a little bit better because you're not the only one that struggles. But at the same time, you'll never move past that being your biggest struggle. And that's just part of owning a, a dirt company. I mean, yeah. And that's where my wife always is like, can't you plan this better? Because like I, I bought a little <laughs> single axle. So I, I bought, had the skid steer and the excavator. Yep. I had an F-350. Yep. And I'm like, man, I really need a dump truck. Yep. Don't have money. Hey. So one of my buddies like, I got a dump truck. I'm like you do single axle. Oh, fantastic. How much? Five grand. Yeah. Five grand. It's an old. Yeah. You got to kick it, it to make it start. But it works. One, so yeah. I had a mechanic you fix it all around. up and get it working and all that. And then I realized, started doing some of these septics. And I'm like, need a bigger dump trips. truck. <laughs> that's 10 <laughs> trips to bring stone in at five yeah. yards at a time. I'm yep. like, that you're was watching the field just stupid. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> so then I started reaching out to other excavators. Like you got any dump trucks, you got any dump trucks. And then. One of them, again, old school guy, which was nice. He kind of smacked me in the face. He's like, he's like, what kind of, what size are you looking for? And I said, oh, probably a tandem. He goes, yeah, just stupid, aren't you? <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, how many just, of those do you see you in just, Michigan? You're just stupid, aren't you? And I'm like, why? And he goes, uh, at least get a try. What you, <laughs> you, you got a single. Why are you getting away from the single? Well, cause it's not big enough. So what you're doing, your type of work, do you think a tandem's you're big enough? Go, go big or go home. <laughs> He's like, well, if you can get a quad axle in there, why won't you buy a quad axle? Absolutely. I'm like, okay. So that was a whole nother. I bought, I won't. It was a lot. I, 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 bought, oh, yeah. a, I bought a truck from Tennessee and that I, I called that guy and I'm like, man, I don't have the money to have this be a lemon. I really don't. Yeah. I need a good truck. You got 10 of them for sale. Is this a good one? Oh man, you know that's the best truck I got. Well, of course. <laughs> I flew down there, bought that thing. I found like 15 things wrong with it. They fixed 12 of them. But I'm flying down there like I got a 12-hour, 14-hour drive back. I got to go. Yeah. I don't want to wait either. So I come back, and that thing that was that was another thing. That just about killed me. It was a 50,000, 55,000 I think is what I bought it for. I put about 50 grand into it mm. the first year. I mean, there's there's been some really painful I had a guy that was working with me, great guy, but he wrecked it. He hit a low bridge at a job site. We're all Ooh. in snow. So on the complex, luckily not on a road, but he yeah. hit it. Yeah. Cracked the frame. They totaled it. Mm. 
Um, luckily, we were able oh, to get a salvage title. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to use that. People don't realize. Like, so my brother was helping me, and if he's listening, yeah. But he has helped me, and we were in a extremely tight yard, and they were um, redoing a pool. So you learn some painful lessons, but it was, they're redoing a pool. Pool is empty, but we're driving right next to it. Oh, and I'm like caver. So hey, there's no force. Hey, yeah. Stay straight. Watch what you're doing. Stay straight. You cannot, you cannot be off because right. you're, you're going to do something bad. Yep. Okay. So we're about 80% in and he's, I'm digging with the little mini. He's taking the skid steer at the dirt and he's building a big ramp. That's the only spot we could put the dirt for the, for the drain field. And you could see it, you know, he's, he's backing up. He wasn't looking and I'm like, okay, wait a second. He's, <laughs> he's starting to turn a little bit. And I'm like, he's going to, he's going to look, he's going to look. And all of a sudden he, the tread or the track starts kind of dipping back. Oh. And I'm like, Hey, I mean, I'm screaming. Yeah, he can't hear you can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, he and, and he looks at me like, you know, and he looked like, and then all of a sudden he did that and he did the worst thing. You know, if you're the brakes falling, head? no, he should have just driven straight. Oh, uh, he turned. Oof! And when he turned, it pushed all that dirt into yeah. the down, oh. and there goes the side of the pool, and there goes the skid steer sideways inside the oh. pool. So, <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, that was. So I mean, I was pissed. Not. I mean, I was glad he's okay. All that, but right? We got the excavator. We pulled it out. Got it all done. But I'm like, oh wow, okay. Now and they're like, well, we're gonna yeah. So the pool company. I do pools too. Yeah. Pool <laughs> Not company. cool, Robin. Yeah, the guy told me just a second ago, yeah, we got about five grand because we're going to, right there, we're going to, before we did the damage, this is where we're going to put the steps and they got to pull these out. I'm like, well, hey, at least we picked hey, the right entrance. spot. Yeah, that's the right. The pool company goes in and goes, oh, no, this is all destroyed. Got, <laughs> it was uh, 45000 for the pool. Oh, wow. So the thing that you, you don't think through when you start this is when the insurance company, you're trying to get insurance and you're like, you're like, hey, give me the last five years excavating experience. I just um, started. I've got a rental from a logistics. So I've yeah. got a really sharp looking craftsman shovel yeah. that I've taken really good care so, of. So family, friend, insurance company, they got us in, they got us a policy, all that kind of stuff. But then you're, you know, for that, you're like freaking out going, okay, they're going to cancel us. Right. Am I going to be able to get insurance? Because right. now I don't have much experience. I'm two and a half years in. Nah, I just done fucked up. Points on my freaking, yeah. yeah. So it's the same thing when, you know, the dump truck was wrecked. It was the, it was a horrible, I mean, it was just a horrible time. I mean, those are the pieces that most people don't, I don't want to talk about it, but those are the pieces that most people should is there's some really scary, when that happened, you know, it's lessons learned and, you know, hopefully not OSHA or someone, but yeah, <laughs> but, but we worked all day. There wasn't supposed to be any snow. We worked all day, finished up Friday. We normally never plowed snow on Friday. The contract we had wasn't on a Friday night thing. Saturday, we had weekends off. So we finished at like five and then they called us at six 30 and said, Oh, we're going to get dumped on. We need you. Yeah. So we went in at like eight. So we went at 8 PM, 10 AM the next morning. We're still hauling snow. Everything's plowed. So two of us were good. I was listening to a podcast, told the guy, Hey, you good? If you're tired, I got it. I'm wide awake. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm good. Oh, I got it. Went <laughs> hey, to, what what podcast were you listening yeah, to? I was about to say. That one, I think, was probably... It was just... I don't think you were... 
Just, you, you know what? We're just, you, I, I'm, I'm pitching you, you this softball. Yeah. It was definitely it. It was definitely it was first, swing grind. Yeah, yeah, it was your first it was that, Okay, swing grind, first everyone. Part. That's why yeah. I was so worked up. That's why I was, why I was so worked up. Uh, <laughs> he was still just listening to our solo before that got in. Yeah, that was just so he calls and he's like, hey, I fucked up. And I said, you what? And he goes, I hit the bridge. Oof. I said, oh, okay. So I go down there and... Um, Luckily, we didn't break in the gas lines and stuff that go through there. That's mm. a manufacturing plant. That's like a million dollars. Oh, a, gosh. A million dollars of material an hour yeah, that go through I there. Believe it. Yeah, you didn't have the insurance so, for that. No. So that was like a $150,000 claim. Mm. You know, by the time they fixed the bridge, Your the truck was Your insurance company just loves you. We switched. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Really quick. Yeah. So that was so that was the hard part is like most people don't understand like, I mean, I'm freaking out just because I'm worried about the insurance and money. But then yeah. that that was the only dump truck I had. Yeah. So here it is almost kind of going into springtime. And I'm like, you ain't got nothing. I don't have a truck. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, oh sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I get. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I get that. Sorry, but, don't cut it no more. Dog. But it's like, if I don't get a truck, I don't need you. Right. Like the only reason you get paid is because you're driving my truck because I have that truck. So there's, there's more at risk here than just oops. So then that was the bad realization of that's where I say it. Sometimes it's just nice being lucky because I was at that time looking at new trucks and um, I was looking at new trucks, but uh, I still can't stand that. uh, Was it after tax? What is the tax that you F-E-T, oh, F-E-T, F-E-T, yep. Oh my gosh, that stuff pisses me off. Yep. So, so yeah, you got to... You, you buy familiar a new with dump? that one, time? No, I don't know what the fuck Federal that is. Federal excise tax. Oh, and it's, it's like... I can't remember what the amount is. I forget is. the percentages, but a, a $215,000 dump truck, it's 25000 Yeah, I was going to say, I want to say it was like 15%. Not or the something. sales tax. No, it's, it's on top of sales tax. It's on top tax. of that. Wow. So it's like two hundred and forty, two hundred fifty thousand for a... And I, does it go truck? off of... It goes I can't off remember your value. Weight, or is it, it goes, oh, is it value? Oh, value. Okay. It goes off the value. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Holy moly. It's, so if you ever got to get shit appraised. So I was like, uh, no, I don't really. I so I talked to the sales lady and I said, nah, I'm I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna wait six more months, get this thing paid off, and then so lo and behold, to destroy the truck. We are no longer in a holding pattern. <laughs> so I paid it off today. So like three days later, we're starting to I'm reaching out to all these people that can fix it. And yeah. I'm like, does anyone have a lot of JB Weld? Do you have like, what's your timeline? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're three, four months, maybe six. I'm like, mm. okay, I can't do That's a season. I can't do July, August getting this truck back. So right. kind of went to my wife. So I got to buy a new truck. She's like, oh, hold on. I was like, no, no, no. You, we can't hold on because we've got to get like, we have to work. get the truck. Yeah. We got six weeks just to get a new truck. Right. Like by the time you do everything. So, that next day, the sales lady calls me. She goes, I know you're not looking for a truck, but it happens, just happens that uh, Wisconsin Kenworth, um, there was a guy who was going to do a lease program. They bought eight eight or 10 quad axle trucks. The guy, they, they bought it, put it in Kenworth's name, and then uh, the guy backed out. Oof. So they already... Paid the tax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. And that was, that was, that went on for a little bit. Um, so the, I guess the owner was like, I want them off. I want them off the slot. Cause every time I come in here, I'm, I'm You're just disgruntled. Yeah. I'm just pissed. Yeah. So get rid of them. So she called and said, I can sell it for this. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. 
You know, That's you, a little high, and I'm not you, really looking. Can you knock like <laughs> six grand or seven grand? So anyway, I bought it for like two hundred five. Nice. And uh, I didn't have to pay the tax. Nice. That's awesome. So it was like, what a freaking, I mean, that was $45,000 yeah, off that. Absolutely. So it was just insane. So, I mean, I'm sad for their misfortune, but for us, it really worked, out. It worked out. Yeah. So I tell you though, one thing that sticks out that, that I think a lot of people who, yeah, everyone aspires to own their own company, especially in this industry. I'm going to go out on my own. And the majority of people don't really grasp that even when you've made it to the point that you're comfortable, you feel like you're on top of your game, you've got your shit together, you're still one bad accident oh, yeah. away from, from being going under. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and, and the same goes with, with, with prep and material. Like you were saying, you had 25 grand, it was kind of your rolling cash flow. You don't realize until you're in it yeah. how quick that money evaporates, and oh, you yeah, have fast. nothing until you get paid from that next job. So like yep. when the bottom end of the engine and went out on that truck, that's twenty grand. Yep. And by the way, it's twenty grand, and you're not hauling material for the six weeks it's out. Yep. Those are those this, are really scary. There's been a lot of times that a scotch is actually looking really good. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't drink. All right, that's funny. But man, but, talking uh, about these stories. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's just a lot of the, yeah, and and I didn't talk about this one, but we hit that same bridge a, a second time. Yeah. Oh, what they do? What they do? Lower it on you? So, yeah, that was a. They rebuilt it, it lower. That for, was a was real it painful. The same driver? No. Did you I, hit it with I the got new rid of truck? The, I got rid of the driver that did it first time. Did you hit it with the new truck? No, thank God it was the. So I, I, you know, talking <laughs> about all this, you know, it's hard to sleep sometimes at night. So, yeah, well, yeah. and we got some crazy hound dogs. We live in the backwoods, but um, I put my phone on. I don't. I'm not on call anymore. Yeah. So it's like I put my phone on vibrate. I got fans going. Yeah. We, we got dark black window i mean we i sleep when, when sleep i sleep time, yeah, sleep you're, you're yeah. i'm right there with you so they hit the bridge i forget like one i woke up at 4 30 to work out or whatever and i'm like you know just the normal yeah yeah and then oh, the, my phone it's like oh fuck it's, uh, yeah it was uh what was it like 35 missed phone calls oh i was like 35 missed phone calls who would have called me that something much? must like, be awry oh he called me and the contractor i subbed through called me oh okay so if they called me they sent me texts so then i open up oh man. there's like 45 texts call me there. call me call me call me and then there's a picture of the bridge of the truck pinned underneath the bridge and i'm like why in the hell would they send me a old picture yeah <laughs> and then i'm what looking at like fucked up people is my this? truck last time was orange son of a bitch this time it's black <laughs> you've gotta be kidding me yeah so oh, wow. somehow no so this is the weird thing so i'm like so they wouldn't pull it out so everybody this is the worst place ever. I mean, it's just one of those deals. Like you take so much pride in doing everything right and that just, building that reputation and being hopefully the top tier. And then it turns into a shit show. And, <laughs> and, 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 and this, in this complex, there's seven excavators that plow with us. Oh, fantastic. So you're on display oh, for so everybody. It's on Snapchat. It's, it's, it's everywhere. I've seen and, it. And it's one of those where people are really nice, but they're like, Hey, sorry to hear. It's like, I'd rather not know that you freaking heard. I really, you know, so thank God. I mean, there really wasn't, in theory, there wasn't much damage to the truck. 
Um, the guy that rebuilt it did a really good job. But um, we put bridge bridge protection yes. on it for you. He, but then we, but then we had twenty five thousand in repairs after. Oh, so we we ended up putting a new rear end in. We ended up putting a new drive shaft in. We ended up putting all new, um, basically the whole back end. <laughs> yeah, and then all the other little random things that were like, oh, that doesn't quite sit right anymore, yeah. and that doesn't. And I can't stand not having things right. So right. Have they put flashers so, on this fucking yeah, bridge. Yeah, the bridge no, sounds like. Not, like uh, so the thing that sucks is I paid. So we're the eighth company that's hit it. All like, right, over the years. But oh wow! About the eighth, you're just you're. Twice. Yeah, Do you guys at least like eight. sign your name on we're the beams? I, I was about Thank to say, you, you know, <laughs> go up there and put your name on it. The conversation just turns yeah. into, eh, put it on my tab. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we paid for the signs, so it's a it's a huge complex, and you haul to a big big back area that's mm-hmm. gravel, and you dump the snow there, and then at the end of the night, all the huge loaders push the snow yeah. piles up, and that's where it all melts. Yep. So he he pulled out of there, and right when you pull out, we paid for the signs last time, which was two year two years before. But um, we paid for the signs that says, is your box down? Double check your box. It's got a little flasher light. Walnut. Yeah. yeah. Courtesy of Walnut. So we missed that. <laughs> yeah, this this bridge sponsored by. <laughs> so we, we missed it. And now have we, they, we did it again. <laughs> dug the, like the parking lot out so it go, you know, there's a better. dip or something like I that. Think just, yeah, be cheaper, I do probably. feel like if eight freaking trucks have hit this thing, the issue is actually the bridge and not the drivers. It's uh, a lot it's of a hits. Long way. It's yeah, a it's long way. It's a lot of It's a long way. It's 300, 400 yards. I, it, but at the same time, you just got to do one section. Just You're driving up. that far. That's that's the hard part. Yeah. yeah. So that, that guy's still with me. He's fantastic. I mean, I love him. He's, he's well, you he won't do it fight. again. Yeah, he won't do yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you might want to keep well, that. Well, he won't do it again. The first yeah, we're 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 grand training off the property him. now, so <laughs> he, won't, he won't do it again. <laughs> so they did so, they kick you off the property? Yeah, they it? asked us to not plow Kindly around. not drive your truck safer anymore? Yeah, the complex, which that still makes me sick thinking about. Because it's just one of those, like, it's just. It just pisses you off. It's unfortunate circumstances, but yeah. They forget about all the good work you've done. Well, they only remember the, the shit. Bad. Yeah. The, and yeah. we've done a lot of good. So one of our marketing things is, you know, let's say the economy does tank a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we ask for reviews. We, so, I mean, it's, it's fun and it's not, it is competitive, I guess. If you look at the competitors around me, they don't have a website. Yeah. Um, they don't have a website. They they don't have Instagram. They don't have Facebook. They don't, they don't do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they don't have hardly a review. So most of them have been in business 20 plus years, 15 years. There's like two reviews. Yeah. And I yeah. think they're family. Yeah. And their grandma. Know, <laughs> we, we've got, we've got like 120 something reviews. We push like, that's one wow. of my goals for the year is like last year before the end of the year, I wanted to have a hundred reviews. Yeah. yeah. So not to give away the secrets, but like one of the things Len will do is he'll go out there and say, and it's, and it's true though. I mean, in theory, we'll go out there and say, Here's our quote. If you're getting other quotes, hey, look at the price, but then also check their website, check yeah. their reviews, check their Instagram and Facebook. See, yeah. see what kind of pictures you'll They're see. Doing. You'll see what the project. You'll see the quality work. You want to see what ours looks like. We do it every single day. Go look at what we just did yesterday. You'll see exactly what it looks like if we bring in topsoil. You'll see exactly what it looks like if we don't. Yeah. You'll see what it looks it's like during marketing. the job. Yeah. There's no questions on what you're going to what you're going to have. So 
Ooh, Sorry, email's getting some. a little spicy over here on the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> so, when and when people do that, the other companies are good companies, yep. but there's no proof. There's no right. marketing. If all four of us go to a job quoting the same thing, yeah. we're all going to say we're the best. Yes. It's all going to look fantastic, yep. but I'm the one that's going to have the proof right. to show that. So I've been pushing that on... on. So one of the shows that I do is for Randall Riley. It's called uh, The Dirt on YouTube. And it's talking specifically to contractors. And I've hit on that exact topic multiple times because this industry, for whatever reason, is so slow to adopt dinosaur, man. any form of technology. And so that's what I harp on is unless you have any sort of social media presence, you're nobody. nobody you might as well be running out of the back of a pickup truck. Nobody yeah. knows who you well, are. Was, when it's funny when I started because I'm like, okay, excavators near me. Who I don't even know who my competitors are. I'm like, all right, click on their website. Oh, they don't have a website. Yeah. yeah. I click on their website. One of them still has it where, um, remember back in like the eighties and nineties, you'd take a picture and have the date kind of in the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's on the That's website. their pictures. And I'm like 20, 20 <laughs> years ago. There's a couple of them that still have the, what was really popular in the nineties where you'd have the little construction cone and it was like under construction for the website. Yeah. yeah. Still There's is. a couple of them in our area that still have that yeah. from the nineties. And I'm yeah. like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's again, I guess if you, I guess you can look at it in the way as if you always have business and you don't need more. Yeah. I guess. Well, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. You and always the need is, more. You if always things need die, more. and everybody knows us as the specialist or the area, and, yeah. and and there's all this word of mouth, and we got it's fun and it's creepy at the same time. I've had customers come <laughs> up and they're like, yeah. "Hey, did you get that truck fixed?" And I'm like, "What? When did I talk to you?" Yeah, exactly. I haven't met you before. Yep. Oh no, I and they're saw like, it. "Oh, I follow you on Instagram." Like, I oh. saw it stuck under the bridge. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah. Under the bridge. Yeah. I autographed the so, bridge. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, it's a. Uh, that's it's, awesome. It's, it's cool. I mean, that's it's where fun. people fail, though. They don't realize, like, you hit it on the head, though. You're talking about constantly marketing and you're doing your social media and website and stuff. Not that you don't need the work, but if you're not constantly actively marketing yourself, you're going to run out of the future work that down the road. pipeline dries up quick. Yeah. That's where people go completely blank because with all this social media in your website and everything else, not just word of mouth. These people already interview you. They're, you're already in the back of their mind. They've already seen who you are, what the work is, what you've done. That's a huge piece. When yeah. shit goes south, they're just going to go, oh, we'll call so-and-so. That's why? why we do stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it. we'll say, this is what was bad, and this is why we're fixing it, and yep. this is what we were supposed to do, but it's not bad, and yeah. that's why we're not fixing it. Right. Yeah. So, again, you can kind of share your integrity. You can yeah. share how you're doing a quality job. You're showing the honesty. And, yeah. And it's fun because it's – that's a, I think one of my favorites is when uh, customers will send you a message because they're watching it. You're doing their job and they're watching the story right. at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, this, this is so life. cool. Life. This is, is so cool. cool. I'm actually this is cool. Cool. fucking house. <laughs> that is cool. That's my pool. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, well, I think we're about here to wrap it up, but uh, we got one final question for you. If you could change oh, yeah. anything. <laughs> oh, change anything. anything. What would be your dream job? Uh, I think everyone could pretty much say it says it's they're living their dream. I, yeah. I, it is. But if there is one other thing I could do, I'd be a dive instructor. All right. Really? Yeah. Oh, you, man. You, you just scuba became diver, best huh? buddies. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love diving. Yeah. I love it. I mean, that's kind of the thing. We, we just went to bone air and stuff and 
of down there, and it's like that is spectacular. It'd be fun. It's fun because it's it's kind of like parachuting and that kind of stuff. It's you're seeing people do stuff for the very first time. That yeah, yeah. It's it'd be fun. Yeah, that's I awesome. absolutely love this. I mean, that's kind of the thing. Like I, we work a ton of hours, but it's really you need to be able to enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's and it's well, and this is fun because like I mean, I work Saturday, but. And there's a part where you're like, I try not to work weekends. I try not to have my guys that are work yeah. weekends. We want to have a good family life, all that kind of stuff. But, but even when I was working Saturday, um, I was backfilling a new house and a uh, dad and his kids sitting out there, this kid's three years old, sitting in the lawn chair, just, just loving it. Just yes. watching. And it's like, and that's, that's the piece for me. I think in the trades is that's the part I like. I like, I love this job. But that's one of the things that I always kind of, if I ever have a down day, that's the thing I try to remember. Is mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of people that would just love to do what we're to doing. To do what this. we do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, and I had the suit and I had, and you see those guys. Yeah, you came and, for and the white collar. Happy. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them are happy. And, but there's a lot of them that you can see them just <laughs> go, just God, I would just love yeah, to right. do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's fun because most people want to take the day off. They want to watch the equipment. They want to yeah. see how it works. And it's fascinating. We got the NCON and all the 2D stuff. And oh, that's nice. Awesome. So we you guys got, got all the good stuff. toys. Yeah. yeah. So sure. I have a quick final story before we totally wrap this up that has to do with diving and Bonaire. So my family was a dive family. Okay. And so my sister and I both, when we turned 12 years old, our birthday present was we got certified to dive and then we would do, my parents would always do annual dive vacations. And then when we each turned 12, we would get to go on that dive vacation. Oh, that's cool. And so my 12 year old, my 12 year birthday was I got certified to dive and then we went to Bonaire. Oh, did you really? We did. And it was spectacular. You were just there. Spectacular diving. And so one of the things, as you're familiar with Now, where is Bonaire? Bonaire is is down in the Caribbean. All right. By Aruba? Yeah. They they call it the ABC Islands. It's Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. All right. And, um, and so we go down there and Bonaire is a very popular European tourist destination. Ooh. And as you know about <laughs> European ladies on the beach. Oh, one of those. Yeah. They don't so wear anything on top. You went to 12-year-old Brian, <laughs> you know, was oh, yeah. quite excited to <laughs> go to my suit. So, Brian was walking around the fucking boner. Well, you would God. think this is where the story takes <laughs> a bit of a turn. your monkey on the beach. Uh, as well. So we go on this dive. We do a shore dive. So we all go on. Into the water, we do this. Just uh, I would did a shore dive on the fucking beach, dude. It's inc- it's incredible because in Bonaire, yeah. you literally walk off of the beach, and there is reef, and it is spectacular, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just every every species of fish you can you can ever think of is just right there, and all these beautiful coral. It's just stunning. I never heard of it. Women. Yeah, I never it, even heard of it. My wife did the research, and she's like, "I think this bone Oh, it's it's beautiful. I'm like, really? Never even heard of it. It's all just right there That's off the shore. That's why they call it fucking bone air. I get it now. Bone air. Bone air, yes. Well, hold, hold tight because what happens is we go on this we go on this dive and because it's a shore dive, you're in shallow water. So we're out for, man, like 45 minutes to an hour. You're limited by air and not by time on those on those shallow dives. And so we go in there and I'm, I've always been one that sucks air. So everybody else in my family has like 15 minutes left in their tank. And I'm like, okay, I got to head to the beach. So I head up to the beach and I start trudging out of the water. He purposely and I, sucked air so he can get out early. My man. And so I get out of the water 
<laughs> and they're waiting for 12-year-old Brian is this... I bet she was all of 250. I mean, she was... <laughs> She had all the some, pretty women were gone, and <laughs> and and I just not, turned I'm right not, back around, and I did that slow, <laughs> sad trudge back into the water, and I was like, <laughs> "We're going down the beach." <laughs> that was my Bonaire, my Bonaire experience with the European women it was seeing a big old hefty girl and with, they were gone. with topless, yeah. and and it was it was not what I pictured when I envisioned my. You're blinded. Mm, that was <laughs> that not. Was, that was the only one. That was the only yeah. one. Oh my god! It was like <laughs> you're like really I have better stories. Really, for you. <laughs> like this is okay. Brian, you should have went deep diving. You had the gear on. We used to deliver to a lesbian camp. <laughs> up north, and it what? was a new. It was a nudist lesbian yeah. camp. And what did you deliver? As uh, food. <laughs> well, definitely, it, he wasn't uh, playing the, the same. The it, was, it was pretty crazy. You had to, you had to almost be kind of. Did you get out there and have to fight him with your Hotachi? <laughs> oh, I tell you, it was uh, probably 5,000, 10,000 women. Holy Whoa. crap. It, I think, I don't know if they still do it. It was up by That's a lot of lesbians in one place. So you it, needed two. Technically, you, you didn't have to a, be a lesbian. Oh, you just had to be. But right. it was, yeah. I gotcha. I'd imagine there's a lot of body hair but in it's that. It's a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you like, need a double to the seventies. Not to go down that <laughs> yeah. path, but do you know how they ship broccoli? Uh, I don't know how they ship broccoli. Well, broccoli. I really don't know okay. where we're going so with they, this they, one. They ship broccoli in a cardboard waxy case. Did you and just say they ship broccoli? Ship, <laughs> ship, ship. <laughs> ship. Like, we went back to the is, pump truck conversation. This is a whole new lesbian term I've never heard. Yeah, uh, yeah. So not to but the waxy box, bad, but yeah, yeah waxy box. <laughs> wrapped in a plastic bag with ice mm. and you would hand these bags or these boxes to naked women so they're getting pretty cold right away and <laughs> and they're big yeah yeah oh and, yeah i mean just that's the you was, know it was it was <laughs> what, what it was, was an experience big? i feel yeah. like we're getting <laughs> oh, i feel like we're getting into off the air territory but it, it is it is one of those things where as men we envision it going a certain way and then you show up to reality it and you're like not. what in the hell <laughs> right yeah it is not. so thanks for listening everybody <laughs> pretty much any news beach i've been to you're like oh, i'm disappointed no this that's sucks. not what I oh we had hippie hollow down in austin so that was a beach in, in uh, lake travis area <laughs> right and it was you know every teenage boy is like oh my god we're going to hippie hollow and what you realize is it's all a bunch of crusty old men that are out there with their johnsons out and you're like this is not what i had in mind like there's a nudist camp two miles from my house and the neighbor had me grade he had like a pit he's like i want to have you build the berm and do this kind of stuff i'm like yeah okay i'm gonna do it forgot what time i I said because there probably won't be anybody Oh, no, I was wrong. Morning yoga? Yeah, I was going to say yoga. (laughs) Sunrise. All the guys drinking their coffee, staring at you like, no, 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 no. Leave me alone. Could you concentrate with the swinging dick? (laughs) No, that's a whole lot of swing. Travis, if people would like to follow you or get a hold of you, what would that be? Uh, Everything's pretty much just Walnut Grove, excavating, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We do have a YouTube. I'd really love to get that going. Because uh, that's really how I learned a lot of stuff when yeah. I started. So kind of do the, give back. Yeah, give back. You know, I know that's a guy awesome, that man. that knows a couple things about YouTube. There so, we go. I got I got so many videos. I just don't have the time to edit them. 
You know, we, we do he a knows lot. A guy. Of, we do a I, lot I know, of work I know it, a but. guy that does that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being on. We really yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Thank this you. was a great conversation. Nice man. meeting all of you. Absolutely. Pleasure. Thank you, guys. That's all you got? You're Please just tell your friends. Fuck. Wow. Please tell your friends if you'd like to be on the show. This is why Rick's not allowed to drive on the podcast. <laughs> Hook us up on social media. We got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. We're all over the place. Spotify. We got a Patreon account. Support Spotify. the show. And yes, we're on Spotify. Yes. And soon to be a website. Yeah, soon to be a website. Yeah, soon to be a website. Yeah. So you guys have a good one. We'll catch you guys on Rick. the next episode of Sweat, Sweat Your Peace.